All right, welcome in. It is episode number 105, Power 105 edition. That's a radio station somewhere. I don't remember where it is. Power 105. Hang on, now I want to know. Sounds like something for a movie. No, it's. I think it's a real Power 105. That's where the, the um, it's a hip-hop station in New York. Okay. Power 105.1, it's the home of Charlemagne the God. Oh, okay. And uh, The Breakfast Club is the morning show on uh, Power Power 105. So I nailed that one, knocked it. That was basically my Bryce Harper moment. Knocked it right out of the park. That'll be your one moment on the show. Episode 105. Thanks, Dick. 105 of Jobbing Out. I'm Glenn Clark. He is Aaron Oster of the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone. Uh, no main event again this week as he continues to wander his way around Europe, going to uh, soccer matches. And uh, and meanwhile, his t- the Terps are playing basically across right, the street from right his, his house. house. No <laughs> doubt. No doubt. As Maryland's down in Orlando. But uh, Washington Redskins defensive tackle A.J. Francis, I believe, will be back with us next week. I believe so. He should be. He better be back with us by the following week because, you know, it's, it's WrestleMania. Well, hypothetically, we'll be down in... Uh, we'll have a good time down in Orlando. Speaking of which, I've already heard from a couple of people, uh, like Paul is a listener in Orlando. Yep. I've heard from him. Um, uh, Chris Dellis is also another listener who lives in Orlando. If you're going to WrestleMania... Uh, and you want to hang out, we know that we're doing the... Mania Crawl. Mania Crawl. Mania Crawl. And by the way, even if you don't want to hang with us, you should still go to Mania Crawl because it's awesome. Right. Um, we know that we're doing NXT. Yep. We know that we're doing... Anything else? Are we're we... probably doing Shikara Friday night. That's oh, not right. in stone yet, but that's something I'm pushing for, obviously. Okay. Well, I'm good with it. I'm, I'm happy to do right. it if, if nobody else does. I mean... Right. Well, Miggs, that, that, Miggs is at least a decent human being. Oh, I, I've talked to Miggs. Miggs is all in. Okay. I, I don't know. If you, think, you think you think the main event's the problem here? Well, you know, he's every time I bring up Shakara to him, he's you know not exactly the most enthused, but whatever. I mean, what else? And, and it does involve missing the Hall of Fame, but right. And I'm bummed, I'm bummed about that because I love me some Kurt Angle. Did he ever end up coming out at all last mm. night? Okay, uh, so he, that was he, all. He might have like late, but well, that was what I was trying to figure out. I. Did oh, as, as far he... as I know, no, he never showed up. Okay, all right. Very he was—he was just, you know, it was his, in his hometown. He was around. He was. Well, I hear you, but it still seems like. The, all right, hold like on. Kurt Angle films at SmackDown, pulling it up backstage. Yeah, no. Okay, all right. So here's the deal. Uh, coming up a little bit later on in this program, Eric Legrand will join us. He is the former Rutgers football player that uh, was paralyzed playing the game of football and has made a life as a. Uh, guest speaker and is someone who has become a, truly a very inspirational yes. figure to the point where he will receive the Warrior Award from the WWE uh, WrestleMania weekend. And um, we're going to talk to him. I, apparently, I did not know that he was a wrestling fan. I was unaware of that. In the meantime, we will discuss what happened on Raw this week and a a final segment that was cool for like a minute. I don't really know if it was. Oh, a, you didn't you didn't like the final segment? Look, you're going to be the dick now. No, I think I, I, I could tell that a lot of people like the final segment. I, I thought it was might have been the most overachieving segment in quite a while. Like that should not have been a good segment, and I thought it was tremendous. I don't know if it was tremendous. It was fine. It, I, it, I, I thought it was very very good. I, I, I thought it was. That was what we were hoping for from Mick Foley since he returned. That's what, you know, we've been waiting for for Triple H, you know. That's even from Stephanie, I thought, one of her better performances in a while. I thought all in all, that was just tremendous performers actually being tremendous, which you don't get to say about WWE very often. Okay. Um, so I'll, I'll do the thing and I'll, I'll be the one to say it, except for the fact that once again, here we are, come WrestleMania season, and every show has to be centered around the McMahons. 
We cannot get away from it. We can't just do the stuff that we're doing all year that's great. We always have to pivot back to something related to a McMahon. And it's it's a bummer, right? It's, oh, a, well, yeah. it's a bummer because the work has been really good and because there are incredible things that have been done, but we are so afraid of our own work. It, this is It's embarrassing. Do you feel the same way about Shane? You know, yes. Obviously, we're talking yes. about Shane later. But it, yeah. it crosses over, absolutely. And I, I don't think there's anything wrong with what Shane and AJ did. I think it was fine. It served its purpose, right? Like, And that was, the to me, the story of the two shows this week was that they served their purpose. There was work that you had to do because you're now three weeks out of they, WrestleMania. They, they made me more interested in Mania. Nah, I, I was no more interested than I was in WrestleMania. It's the But I knew what was coming. You had to get there. We all knew what was going to happen at WrestleMania. You had to get there, right? Like, well, I guess we still do... don't really know. It's ha- like I, I think that's more than anything what I took out of I... this segment is that I'm a little bit more unsure exactly what's happening. Obviously, we know in some form what's happening, but we don't know exactly what's happening with Rollins Triple H right now, especially with the ending. We don't, but you don't do it that way if you're not leading to a Seth Rollins Triple H match. If you're well, in some form. No, no, no. I disagree wholeheartedly. If what you're trying to do is still cover it and make it a tag team match, then those people needed to be involved in the final segment. There's You don't do a one-on-one individual segment with Seth Rollins and Triple H if you're not leading to a Seth Rollins-Triple H match. It makes no sense. It doesn't serve any purpose. I, I, I don't no... think the ending makes a ton of sense if it's simply the one-on-one match here because... Why? Because, you know, that you could have gotten away very easily, and it would have made all the sense in the world to have Rollins come in. Like, that's his big return. He's standing tall. What uh-huh. the, all this does is it, it makes a question of whether... And, and let's be fair here. He did not look 100% when he came into the ring. He definitely had a hitch in his step. He was doing those drop kicks with one leg. You could tell he was favoring the leg. So I, I think that more than anything... Yes, I agree that it w- doesn't make a whole lot of sense that it wasn't like a two-on-one beatdown if you're going the, the tag route, for instance. Yes, if you're going to do something with Samoa Joe in the Triple H match, you have Samoa Joe come out there. That, I mean, there's just no there's no sense to that. This is the first time I've ever felt comfortably as if to say... Now, if you want to say something like you think there could still be a Mick Foley angle, right? That like Seth Rollins could be wrestling on behalf of Mick Foley or something like that. Like, I, I, maybe, but... Short of, in, unless you think for some reason that Mick Foley is going to be facing Triple H at WrestleMania. I'm just not totally sure what the point of... I, I, no, I don't think Mick. Yeah. I, I never thought Mick. Okay, then who do you think? I think Finn. Right. Then that's fine. But, then but Finn This has... was the time. This I, was the time. I agree with you. You're, you're... But I, I don't I don't understand the point. I just... from from Again, just from a purely mechanical, what are you doing here? What are you trying to get across? I'm not 100% sure what the point of the attack, you know, the, the, uh, attack on the knee was at the end of that segment. Because Triple H is a raging dick and because that's what he would do. He but, would go but, but, after but what someone's it, But what knee. is it set up? What is it set up? Yes. For, like what, what, what does that do for the next two weeks? Well, it would, one, if Seth Rollins can somehow power through and still get into a match at WrestleMania, it would like make him look like more of a hero, which I think is part of the idea behind all of this. And two, it further vilifies Triple H. That's what you want is for your villain to be a villain. And going after a guy's oh, knee when he's hurt be, be, is something yeah, that a the, villain the going would after do. the knee and then the whole you know, Mick Foley thing before. If, if it didn't accomplish anything else, which I think it did, but if nothing else, 
there is no question that Triple H is still a dick. Right, and still that's a the heel, idea. That's what you're trying to accomplish yes. with it. Again, if if you're going, the only reason that would work for me, the only reason that segment, if you want to praise it, is if you're definitely confident that Seth Rollins will be able to be involved in a match with Triple H. Oh, I, Otherwise, I, it makes no sense. Oh, I, I think that he's definitely involved. I think the one a question, one-on-one match against Triple H. If you're doing anything else, that segment makes no sense. It makes no sense for your big segment two weeks out of WrestleMania. I mean, that's the reality. You are getting there. You, If you're doing something else, you need to be there by now. And if you're doing something, if Finn Balor's suddenly going to step in and be the hero for Seth Rollins, right, if that's the idea is we're going to write out Seth Rollins this week and we're going to come in with Fifth Balor, you know, you're trying to sell they're, Finn they're Balor. They're not right. I don't think they're writing him out. I don't, th- th- I, I don't think there's a chance of them writing him out. You think you're going to sell a Finn Balor-Triple H match no, in two weeks? No, I don't. I, th- I don't think you're writing Seth Rollins out, but I do think there is a chance that they know. They know Seth Rollins is, is ready in some form for Mania. They do not know if he's ready for a one-on-one match. I think that might be the situation they're in right now. So they can sell the they can sell Rollins, but they also want to have a plan. If he is if he looks the same as he you know two weeks from now that he did this past yeah. week, he cannot wrestle a one on one match with Triple. Well, I have no idea. I have no idea because I have no idea how they might write it. I have no idea what they might do. Right? Like I couldn't tell you about that. It, it's they... not the one on one match people would want. Yes, it with wouldn't Triple be the H classic WrestleMania and, match. And I don't. I don't know if they want to do that if Seth Rollins is not one. Well, they have 15 matches on the card, so I don't yes. know that they need this to be a one-on-one classic match. But again, my point being, if you're going to scrap it and go with something else, you can't do that in two weeks. You have had to have made this decision by now. If this is so important to your card that it's in the main event spot on Raw a couple of weeks out from WrestleMania, you can't still not know what the match is. That you, you just can't. There's no way that you can put it in that spot if you're still trying to hold back. Well, let's just let's write in some confusion. And it and again, if you are, because I obviously have no inside knowledge, then it's idiotic. Which is sort of my gut about that, right? My gut is if you want to praise it as being good, then it can only be good if you're confident that it's Triple H and Seth Rollins. That's the only way that it works. I just I, I think that next week. I, I think they do have a little bit. I think that you, you've established you that Triple H and Rollins. I understand that. I think that Triple H and Seth Rollins is in place. The only question, like, that is the match right now. I think you can get away with, again, next week. If, if they try to switch it at the very last second, then I have a problem with it. But if, if next week they say, for whatever, you know, maybe they're, they're setting it up because of the knee injury, and you're going to come out and gloat, and that's how you're going to debut, you know, re-debut Finn or whatever. Okay, I again, think you can and then you want in two weeks to sell me the idea that Finn Balor hates Triple H because what? You, you gotta have a damn good promo you coming out of it. You can't do it. I, I, no, I think if you have a damn good promo coming out, anything can be fixed in a segment. Anything can be fixed in a segment. I didn't think you could work, you know, AJ, you know, AJ Styles up to this point has been 100% correct, and all of a sudden he put Shane through a windshield and he is definitively... But there was interaction between AJ Styles and Shane McMahon. There's none between Triple H and Finn Balor on TV. Zero. None. You have but, but nothing. I, I, you give him a... I, I mean, I... I Five minutes, ten minutes on the mic, and you get him to explain, you know, a situation. You have to come up with a damn good reason. And, and you can do it. I think you can come yeah, up with a good reason. It's one of the more horrendous sounding things. You want in you, two weeks you turn it, to try to I'm, make one of your main matches at WrestleMania something that had no, did not exist was a zero. Not a not well story told, not a 
well, they could use some more work. A zero. There's nothing there. In fact, if there's anything that we have, it's the back down between Finn Balor and Triple H well, on NXT. And, and that's which, and, and you tap into that and you twist it. You tap into that and you say, look, you, you brought us in. You were supposed to be the guy, and now you are perverting what we created in NXT. And that's how you go with it for Finn Balor. You say, you know, I shook your hand. I was, you know, I was supposed to be the guy. And what you've done, what you've done taking Joe up here and turning him into your destroyer, what you've done taking my universal title and just give, handing it over to Kevin Owens. You, you take None all of that. that. You take all of that and None you do that a passionate promo. None of that gives you a WrestleMania main level match in two weeks or a storyline. You it, can't it, do a, that. As a reason why I am backing up Seth Rollins for this reason because... Then you needed him there this week. I you agree with... You needed something. This, this segment only worked if you know what you're doing. If you still think that you're going to flip somebody else in, you needed more than two weeks, two shows. That's what you've got, two shows to try to sell a WrestleMania storyline. You've you've sold the match already. You've sold the match as H. Rollins. To add Joe and Finn to it doesn't take – again, it takes work on Finn's – it takes no work on Joe's side, obviously. Yes. They've established that. All it takes is – Seth Rollins realizing that he needs the backup, and then you have Finn come out and cut a, a it has to be the promo of all promos. But again, you have to cut a so passionate promo. This isn't a good idea, but let's just say that that's what they do. They could have told that story. Well, I on agree. Monday I agree. Night. They should if they were if they are going that route, then the ending should have been Finn coming out and making the Correct. same. I, I agree with that one hundred percent. But it's Which not all goes back it's to not my unsalvageable point. at this point. No, it's. If you force the issue, all goes back to my point, which this was a good segment on Monday night if you're getting a Triple H-Seth Rollins match. If it wasn't going to be a Triple H-Seth Rollins match, that was not a good segment because you didn't do the job. I think that if you want to say that it didn't get the job done, fine. I think it was a good segment either way. I think that in a bubble, it was a great segment. It was the performers doing what like some of their best work that they've done in a long time. I think that before Seth Rollins even came out, that was a good, that was a good segment there. I think that it it established, you know, Mick finally standing up for himself for the first time. Someone on the mic, at least a little bit, getting over on Stephanie McMahon. I think Triple H coming out and being Triple H and not being just some, you know, yeah, he was he was a dick authority figure, but he was also like we saw Triple H for Kinda. the first time in a while. I think that you know, up until Rollins came out, I think that if you take that part, I think that was fantastic. I think all of that was fantastic. I think that Seth Rollins coming out and, and, you know, getting the image of him dropping the crutch. That was fantastic. I think the, the one question in all of it, A, what you're saying coming out of it, and exactly what the purpose was for the, the final, you know, attacking the knee and, and really selling that. Because presumably that should mean he shouldn't be on the show for the next two weeks until Mania. Well, I don't just, I don't agree with that one bit. Well, I don't then, like... then, I mean, if you're, well, then, what are you doing attacking the knee to, you know, you can attacking have him the... come back out with crutches again next okay. week. You don't have well, no, no, to I mean, when, when I say, have to when, be... when, when, when I'm saying he's not showing up, he's not showing up in any, we, basically it's to make the match a question again. That's what the purpose was, to make the match a question again. Or to make Triple H look like a complete villain. But again, if you're selling, you know, you're, you're doing a, a horrific knee submission that we've seen it take out people for weeks or whatever to an already injured knee. Hypothetically, that should put WrestleMania in jeopardy. That's the story they're but telling. But WrestleMania's always been in jeopardy. Well, but they're doing it even more now. And that's the thing. What, what's the purpose? That's why I'm asking. What is the purpose of it? WrestleMania was already in jeopardy. So what's the purpose of putting it back into jeopardy? 
Well, okay, it can't be back into Jeopardy if it's always been in Jeopardy. But th- again, then what was the point of it? Okay, then that would go back to my thinking well, that but, it wasn't but, a great story. It was not a great segment. I think there was a lot of praise for a segment because we get excited, we get steamed up around WrestleMania, and we see Triple H I, I again, think, I think the, and he the takes the off his part, shirt. Take everything about the knee. If, if you take the knee away, I think it's a great segment, and it tells the story you want to tell. If you're doing a Triple H-Seth Rollins match. Right. And, and you don't think we're doing a Seth, Triple well, H-Seth I, Rollins I, match. I think that the knee part, like I said... The knee part is the thing that throws everything it into question, because back, what's the purpose it of it? It still comes back to the bigger problem that exists, which is the continuous need to abandon all of the work that you have done and forget that you have had a great... It, it, the, the funny thing, though, in this case, you're, 90% of the time you're right that this insistence on going back to the part-timers is ridiculous. They've been building this match since September. Well, Seth Rollins Triple H is fine, and I don't necessarily and, disagree and, and that the, it's been the, a fine the match. The Mick Stephanie thing has been built since August. The disappointment um, for me is far more about the fact that here you are and this is what you think. This is the picture that you're painting in your main event. That your main event has to be this. That instead of the thing that you've spent, and this is going to go back to my bitterness about the, like, I, I would be so steamed up about Jericho and Owens right now, and instead I'm a two. You've done all of the work. You've done everything that you need well, to do. I think, I think that's part of it. They've done all the work for Jericho KO at this point. They've done all the work. There's nothing else that needs to be done. They could have WrestleMania tomorrow. Except that it's not, it doesn't have the feel. It just doesn't. Jericho's over. And because, of course, he's going to be over. Of course, people are all in on Chris Jericho. And it should be the big moment on your show every week. The truth is, this this is a moment because we tell you it's a moment, right? Like, it's Triple H, Seth Rollins, so we tell you that it's a moment. And Seth Rollins coming out led to a big pop, right? Because it's Seth Rollins, and we didn't, we don't know what's going on with Seth Rollins. I don't think that this is what you should be building to on your WrestleMania show. This is not the moment, this is a match that's been waiting for a long time, and it should serve as part of the show. It should serve as whatever you want to call it, the, the third main event, the co-main event, something along those lines. But it goes back to we have to constantly go back to the things that we've always done instead of being able to jump to I – don't, I, I don't want to get too far into SmackDown because we're going to talk about SmackDown. It's, it's, it's the familiarity stuff. It's the, we know if we go back to Randy Orton, everything's going to be great, right? We're a week removed. Did anybody really get much of a pop in the Randy Orton-Bray Wyatt thing? And we'll, we'll definitely get into that a little bit. I mean, like, this bit. is the stuff that I, I, we, you know, we to, go to back defi- to out of familiarity, and it's just not, it's not real. It's not there. I don't know. You know, I, I think, I mean, part of it is that. Part of it is definitely, you know, it's always been. USA has always, and, and the McMahons themselves have always had a hard on for them. I, I remember hearing it described as one point. I think, oh boy, who was it? It might have been Court Bauer who said this. You know, people in charge of WWE, whether it's the executive, whether it's the TV people over at USA, view Raw view WWE as almost like the Greek tragedy of the McMahons. And right. that's almost, and, and that's the cornerstone, and that's right. always been. And that's always been an issue. In this case, though, in this specific, we were look, obviously, you know, you look back in history, and, and, and this is just an, another point in the pattern. But you want to say the Triple H Seth Rollins makes more sense because the work has been done throughout yeah. the course of the year. Well, well the- no, no, no. And I'm not even saying that. I am saying that, because if you think about it, you know, what's the main event from Raw for Mania? I guess it's Goldberg and Brock well, Lesnar. Goldberg and Brock Lesnar, and that got almost nothing because that's done. Like we know, there's there's pretty much no more work has to be done for Goldberg, 
Brock. Pretty much no more work has to be done for KO Jericho. We have gotten there. We could have WrestleMania tomorrow, and no one would complain about the feud being rushed or anything or not properly built because it's done. So those two things got pretty much no time at all on Raw. What got time? Roman Reigns and Taker. We we got that big segment from that. And and that because we need some we still need a lot of work there, but but we definitely need to what needs work? Triple H Seth Rollins. We need that work getting done. So we need to focus a lot of time and a lot of spotlight on those two just so we can get there to WrestleMania because those stories aren't done yet. Yeah, I I I hear you. It I it's also because Triple H is Well, around. and and it's also because and that's Yes, Triple H coming out is a big moment. Seth Rollins coming out is a big moment. Mick Foley finally standing up to Stephanie is a big moment. As much as, you know, it, it is a big moment. It's a moment we've been building Look, to I'll, towards I'll, a while. I'll admit while. it and I'll I I'll just say that I'm this is going to screw with me because of of the Jericho Owens thing. I'm not going to enjoy anything. I'm not. It it's such an epic fail that it's making it difficult because every time I watch Raw, I say I'm I'm just I am not geeked up for Seth Rollins Triple H. I get it. It's the work that you've done. You need to do the match. I understand all of that. I, I totally get it. You have laid the work, and that's fine. But I was never geeked up for it. It was more you created the process. I don't. I don't really need to see Seth Rollins face Triple H. I'm, I, I, I'd be much sto- more. I'd be much more curious if, if to actually see what sort of match Seth Rollins and Triple H could put on at a hundred. You know, with both of them at a hundred percent. I'd be totally into that match. <sighs> as as it stands, I I, I just because. Seth Rollins not at 100% is such a bummer. But well, it's Seth Rollins not at 100%, and it's tr- it's part time Triple, Triple H. H. Right? Who can it's, put on so who can still put on a good matches match? are fine, but it's not establishing. Again, we've done this. But we just did this a year ago. We did the same thing. This is what we do now. We we take well, somebody. Well, that, that's and a we, that's a bigger problem as far as Mania goes. Is that uh, you know every every part timer needs to be involved. But there's and, nothing wrong with having part timers involved. It's the constant need to put part timers as the focal point of the show. Well, but if the part timers are involved, they're going to be the focal point because they are going to be the people the the people who people outside of the wrestling world care. I can tell you know I watched uh, Fastlane uh, in Vegas with with AJ and, and a couple of my friends who haven't watched wrestling since high school. You know, who did they care about? They cared about Goldberg. They cared about, you know, if... But you're assuming those people are going to end up watching WrestleMania. Well, but but they're the people who you should be, you know, pulling back the curtain. Like, thinking not about us. Thinking about... We're going to watch WrestleMania no matter what. Who are we advertising WrestleMania for? I think you're thinking... I've I've already heard that. Like, you're telling me the same thing that I've heard a million times over. What I'm saying is you need to do a next level thought. I I absolutely think that. This is this is the problem is that we immediately say oh well you need to this is for the casual wrestling fan right now let's go a step beyond that right right why is it that you can't serve both why is it that you feel as though you have to do one or the other and that's the failure the well, failure that, that, isn't yes, that you're that, bringing in part timers it makes sense to bring in part timers yes. it makes sense to spotlight as well you just gotta also spotlight the other you can't sp- steal the spotlight you just gotta make the spotlight bigger this this whole thing is fine but it's fine that's what it is to me it's fine I don't have a problem with it and again as I said before if it's getting you to Triple H Seth Rollins one on one match at Wrestlemania then that segment served its purpose and it did what it needed to do and that's what this, to me both shows were about this week we're serving their purpose and so i have no problem with it i didn't dislike it i didn't hate it but this season this wrestlemania season should have been about the work that you've done all year in building something 
and instead to watch that go by the wayside to go back to the thing that's a part-time thing that will have what value has there been for Roman Reigns that he beat Triple H last year at WrestleMania? What has it done for him? Uh, be, probably because, I mean, part of it, <clears throat> going AJ, because the fans are assholes and everything else, and it, it, it serves no purpose. But, is, but hypothetically... Triple H doesn't mean anything anymore. It just doesn't. It could. I, I think that you, no. you do it right. I think it could. I think it could in the right... In this context, I don't know what, what service it purpose. There's because, no way that you can create it. Even a year ago when it was for the title, it just pissed people off that it was for the title. Like, you, you, you're not getting out of it what you think you're getting out of it. It's it's fine that you're going to do it for the sake of doing it, but you have to do these things and understand the concept. You you know, can... I, I wonder. I wonder if I, how much the injury just factors into what we're thinking. Like the, the problem is, we haven't seen Rollins for the past two months. We have, you know, past month and a half or whatever. You know, we haven't seen Triple H for other than you know as a backup for Samoa Joe for the past month and a half. We haven't gone the. If we have been getting two months of build towards this real build. Are we, are we looking at this differently? I don't. I don't know because I don't know with a Triple H feud if you're ever going to get two months of build out of it. I just don't know. Um, maybe, but again, we know one of these guys isn't going to be wrestling, and it's 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 not a knock on doing a match with Triple H. It's not even a knock on doing a Triple H Seth Rollins match. It's about doing a Triple H Seth Rollins match and trying to sell it as the most important thing that's going on. It's not. It's just well. Are not. they? Well, I guess here's the question. Are they trying to sell it as the single most important thing, or were they saying that it's the single most important thing of that episode? And 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 it, it, I think the question is, what, what do they do next week? Yeah, I mean, the 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 my guess is whatever they do next week involves the McMahons. Probably, that's I, just, just my just, guess. Just because that's, but I, I think that it is a question worth you know because uh, what main event the week before? I, I, honest, I don't even remember. Yeah, at this like point. That, that's the thing. I, I want to say it was Braun Strowman and, and Roman Reigns was the the final segment. Oh no, well it was, it was Undertaker yeah, coming. It was the Undertaker out. coming. Under, out, Undertaker right. coming. Out. Right. Um. So you know, it's not Triple H has to do it. Uh, you know, but again, McMahon has it to be... keeps going back to we have to come back to part timers. We have to come back to we don't trust the work that we're doing. We don't trust the stories that we've been telling. We don't trust the performers that have been killing it week in and week out. We have to go back to these other things when we get closer to WrestleMania. And you can say all you want about what's for the casual fan. The casual fan wasn't watching Raw last night. They're just not. Wrestling fans were watching Raw. You've done what, the work. Well, I guess here's the question. Like, let's... I... I, I, I... You know, I hate to say because then, then you go with, well, then you change up the segment. But let's just, let's just play hypothetical here. Let's say all of the segments are there like that. You know, you're not going to change much about any of the segments. What, what do you put on last? Yeah, I mean, based I, on what you've done, if your argument is, well, you're in the position that you're in, this is what you have to do. Yeah, I hear you. You're in the position that you're in, this is what you have to do, right? Like, that's, that's sort of the problem when you have, Three of the four matches that that are that are on the card that matter all involve part timers. Right, and, that's and, sort of the position that you put yourself in. Right, and this I keep I'm telling you I'm I'm going to screw this up. I'm going to be as difficult to deal with as anybody because I'm so bothered. It so bothers me that they effed up the most obvious thing that they have done in a long time that I can't judge any of it fairly. I right. can't I can't look at anything else they're doing. If fairly, because they screwed this up so badly. Because there would be so much electricity and it would be so hot if we were building to a Kevin Owens Chris Jericho championship match at WrestleMania. It would be so. How angry are you going to be when uh, Kevin Owens Chris Jericho is the first match on the main card? I don't know. I, I don't know that I can. I'm going to be angry. I'm. I'm. 
I'm just, I don't care. I, I'm, I'm, it's really hurting me. Like I'm going to do my best to enjoy as much as I can possibly enjoy and, 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 and not be a dick about it. But it's really tough for me to look at anything else that you're doing right now because all I can think about is if you were doing it the right way, there would be fire. The, 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 Chris Jericho is so over right now. It doesn't even make sense. It makes no sense how over Chris Jericho is considering all he did was run out in like the first hour of the show and people are losing their effing minds. Yeah, he's, he's doing that, you know, same annoying catchphrase that we would have, you know, a year or two ago we would have just been like, oh, come right. on, Dad Jericho. But for whatever, yes. Imagine if we were getting this at the end of the 10 p.m. hour and building to a championship blood feud match. There would be, it would be electric. It would be fire. It would be everything. Instead, we get this good segment, good segment, as long as you're building to a Triple H Seth Rollins match, and that's what you're getting out of it. You're getting, you're getting, this was good. This was, I'd still like to know what it is that Braun Strowman's doing at WrestleMania because we've put a lot of effort into Braun well, recently, and what do we have to show for yeah. that? Well, and that's kind of what I took out of both Raw and SmackDown was that, yeah, you know, last week I fear I'm, you know, even though I was defending it, I obviously want wanted to have Owens Jericho for the title. You know, I, I was disappointed. And I was down on Mania last week. This week, I'm not going to say completely renewed my faith on Mania, but basically across the card, I was more interested in almost every match than I was the week prior. I thought they did good work. I thought they did good work with Roman Taker. I thought yeah. they did good work with. With Rollins, Triple H, whatever route they go with, I thought they made me more interested. Over on the SmackDown side, there are all, like all the matches. I am more interested today than I was a week ago in all of those matches. And so, looking at it as the whole, looking at it as to did they accomplish the goal of making WrestleMania more interested, interesting to, no, to I, me, I said which th- is what it should be doing right now. Like that should be the ultimate goal. Is overall. Does WrestleMania look more attractive than it did the week before? And to me, the answer is yes. I, WrestleMania I, looks more attractive to me right I now. I hear you. I, 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 I don't see it. I just don't see it that way. I think they did the work, and I think that they did the work they needed to do, and that's fine. There's something. This I don't. I'm not down on it. I think they did some work, and I, I was never going to be all that interested in Roman Reigns Undertaker. Because why would I be interested in Roman Reigns Undertaker? Because right now, everything they're doing is screaming towards heel Roman, which should interest yeah. you, which which you have said has inter- would interest you. And if I get there, that's fine. I get there, but they've done that for a long time. They, and, they haven't and, and right, Roman, but, right, but you know, you look at this week. You got Roman Reigns. He's you know being a complete dick to Shawn Michaels last week. He was a complete dick to the Undertaker. Now there, there's two possibilities here. One is he's being a dick because they're they're trying to force they're not force but press the heel turn here and that's a pretty good way to do it. The other thing is and and this is more and more as I think about it what I worry that they're doing is that this is uh, Vince McMahon's idea of oh look Roman Reigns a badass he can stand up to all these legends he can be in the same ring he can show that th- he's not intimidated and people are going to get behind that because now you know we're putting Roman Reigns on the same level as the Undertaker and Shawn Michaels. And I am worried about that, but everything they're doing is screaming heel turn. And that's fine. If I get a Roman Reigns heel turn out of it, I'll be excited. But I'm, I've been duped by this far too much for me to think that's actually coming. I, I am curious about the, the match next week. I don't know what, what, uh, purpose it serves unless it's to somehow get Braun into the Mania match. Right. I would be all for, by the way. Yeah, I'm not opposed to it. Um, but other than that, I just, I don't, like, but that, nothing good can come out of it unless it's to get brought but, into but the main match. And I'm going to say this. What feels like should be happening here is a Roman Reigns-Braun Strowman match at WrestleMania that leads to a double turn. 
Yes. That's what it feels yes. like we should be getting. Oh, I, I've, I've said, you know, when, whenever people are asking me, you know, when, when I, when I bash the AJ Shane match, which again, I, I got a little more excited for this week. I still think that overall it's a bad idea. But, you know, my idea is you put, you don't have that match at a, at a fast lane. You put Roman and Braun together at Mania and you give AJ Taker. Like, boom. You're, you got two matches that are better. In I don't my think mind. I'd be more excited about AJ Taker than I'm about AJ Shane. I'd, I'd be more excited about that. Well, that's you. That's I'm, me. I'm telling you, it would not excite me in any way. I'm just. Well, is I, that just because you're just not excited about no, Taker at all anymore? I'm not. I can't be. You can't make me excited about somebody facing a dude in his fifties. You're just. You're not going to do that. It doesn't serve any value. This notion that beating the Undertaker means something anymore is insane because I have eyes because I've watched it for the last few years. It. It. For Brock Lesnar, it was supposed to make him the most uh, indestructible force of all time until he lost to Goldberg in 30 seconds. You have done nothing to suggest that beating The Undertaker would mean anything. So losing to The Undertaker is horrendous. It's just, it's piss poor, man. And this is the, this is the part-time thing. This is the, this is what you get. You, you, you do this, you get this. You get, you know, I would be genuinely jacked up for a Roman Reigns Braun Strowman WrestleMania match. Yeah. For a feud blow off, big time deal where I felt like there was a legitimate possibility of a double turn. I'd be stoked for that. Even without the double turn. I, I think yeah, that. Yeah, even if it was a blow off WrestleMania feud ending match, I'd be all for it. Whereas this awkward <laughs> dance with, with Undertaker has been, has been an awkward dance, and that's and it, what it's and, been. And it's so far been at the expense of Braun. Braun Correct. looks so much worse Correct. now than he did a few weeks ago. And I just, I get it when you say, well, how would you use The Undertaker then? I, I'm telling yeah. you, me personally, Glenn, would not. Right. I would just have WrestleMania, and I would trust the fact that the work that I've done would allow me to have a good WrestleMania without the need to say, well, it's The Undertaker showing back up now, and so it's it's his time or whatever. It's I mean, just... it's, it's, you got to have The Undertaker. Unfortunately, I, I'm with you for the first time. Like, there's a reason that I want Braun in this match, and it has nothing to do with Roman. It has everything to do with Taker and my, also do my questions. The, the, it's Braun. And well, he... a, a, I think Braun deserves a match, and B, I, I have questions on whether Taker can go in a singles match. I, I think the the Rumble, for the first time, I have serious doubts about whether The Undertaker can have an even decent singles match. Because from what I saw at the Rumble, he is nowhere near uh, physically ready for a match. But w- we'll see. Maybe maybe he surprised us, and maybe it does end up being a triple threat. All right. What else from Raw do we have to cover? Um, you know, there, were, there was all this stuff with the women's division. They did a couple things here. They had Bailey look poor again because Bailey has to look poor because... <laughs> well, I mean, because she's supposed to be the ultimate underdog, except for the, the fact champ. that she's the champion. Yes, yes. correct. Um, so you have Nia. Is she getting in the match? I have no idea if she's getting in the match or not. You have Dana all of a sudden doing something weeks she, before she me. She might be a face now. But what's the purpose of it? Right. If it's not going to be for a right. match yet, like, are, are they putting them all into the match? They can't be <laughs> just going to do the all... same thing as you're doing like, on SmackDown? Like they, they can't, they, this can't be a fire. Like, I, I just, someone reassure me that they're not going to put both no, Nia and... I'm not going to be the one to reassure <laughs> you of that. Forget it. Like That's the most likely scenario. I, you know, this Dana thing we've been waiting for uh, for a while, like, they, they've kind of false started it a few times, but, like, why do it now? That made no, the, the timing of that was so weird. Just the entire, 
The entire Raw women's yeah. division is just a complete mess. And of course, I assume the whole purpose of Nia and Bailey wasn't for Nia and it wasn't for Bailey. It was so next week we can come out and say, why wasn't Sasha, why didn't Sasha come out and help her friend? Right. Because... I, I assume that's the purpose because that, that's what a, a Nia Bailey match should be about. Sasha Banks. Yep. Yep. That's exactly where we are. No, I'm not, I'm not arguing with you. It doesn't, doesn't make sense. I can't bitch about part-timers here because none of them are part-timers. It's just bad storytelling. The, 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 this is, and, and this is why last week I said the women's event was so much more egregious just because. Well, it's not, but I love you. I, I, I think this, this is long-term damaging of, I don't, I don't of, of a division. That. I don't know about that. I, I, I really. They're all good performers. They're, I have they're all fantastic performers, but it does how long have we said fantastic performers don't matter if you don't have the right booking? No, I hear. Well, but I don't think it's that they don't matter. I just think that you need both fantastic performers and good booking. This has been poor booking. I don't think it's going to long-term damage really good performers. I hope not. I, I'm. If you continue Look, down I'm, this, this road, I don't. I don't agree with it. I'm not telling you that I think it makes sense. I just don't think it's long-term damaging. Uh, we also got the tag title match. That's you know what we expected to yeah. have. Um, perfectly fine. I got no issues with it. Um. I don't, I don't really have issues with it either. Um, it sometimes feels like there's a lack of creativity involved and that's... But sometimes but, you don't need creativity. And the, yeah, I'm, it's fine. It's fine. I'm, I'm good with it and, and that's what they're doing. Alright, is that it from Raw? I mean, other than so Big depressed. Show Choke slamming Titus a bunch of times. It felt like they were, that was symbolic. It felt like, like they were saying, oh, you can't Choke Slam, um, uh, Shaq, so here's, here's a black guy. That's what it felt like. I'm just being honest. Like that's, it felt like the type of thing where they were like, "We're really pissed off that we couldn't get something done with Shaq, so we're gonna take it out on Titus O'Neil." All right, um, we come back in. Our buddy Brandon Linton's gonna come back by and hang out with us. Um, he couldn't make it in for segment one, but he'll stop by. He was with us last week filling in for uh, AJ, so he's gonna come in and hang out, and then we'll deal with the rest of SmackDown, which I sort of started getting into already. Not, I'm not. I'll deal with it. Uh, I'm Glenn. He's Aaron. This is Jobbing Out. You've been waiting for almost a year, and now Fish for Lent is back at Chick-fil-A Nottingham Square through April 15th. Serve several different ways. You can get fish fillets on a bun with a tartar sauce packet. You can even make a deluxe with lettuce, tomato, and cheese. Or get it without bread. They have a two- or three-piece fish fillet option as well. Their fish is not cooked in peanut oil and is cooked in a separate fryer from their other products. That's Chick-fil-A Nottingham Square Fish for Lent, available through April 15th, 5198 Campbell Boulevard in the Nottingham Square Shopping Center. Back in here, segment number two, it is Jobbing Out, Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone. And for segment number two, we have, um, we've tagged in. We've tagged in for uh, a hot tag. Not that we, not, anyway, Brandon Linton is back in here. And this, I have to apologize. So I was supposed to message Brandon earlier today, and I have just had too much on my plate. So I literally texted him at like 1 o'clock. I said, hey, dude, we're taping like now. Uh, can you come over? And he said... Well, he didn't get back to me for 45 minutes. And he said, well, I can be there for the second segment. And I said, all right, word, we'll do that. So Brandon Linton from Ramshead Live, who was with us last week, is back to uh, try to rescue me from my doldrums. I was going to say, plus I just needed someone who wasn't just serially depressed about everything and couldn't just, look at things I'm logically. Sad. I'm you sad. dick. I'm not a dick. I'm just sad. I'm just like. But you're also a dick. Well, yeah, okay, fine. I'm also a dick. Yeah, he's not wrong about that. He's a sad dick. I'm just, I just, I'm sad about what could have been. That's all. Like, I, I. I, I cannot fa- – I've admitted I can't fairly judge anything that's happening because I'm looking at it through the prism of what should have been. And so it's very difficult for me 
to fully appreciate. As I've said all along, once we get to Orlando, I will I will handle myself more we're, appropriately. We're just, we're just gonna get you drunk at Mania Crawl, so you'll enjoy everything. Right. At Mania. I'll, I'll sing along to Shinsuke Nakamura on Saturday night, and I'll feel better about my life then. You'll see Grado I'll, Friday night. I'll see. I'll see Grado. I, my life will be better as soon as I get to Orlando. But right now, I'm just depressed. What, what'll be really interesting is like when we talk to each other when you get back, because you will view WrestleMania from being there as it's gonna be. Good, no matter what, and then I'll tell you what it was really like. <laughs> it is funny, right? Like, it's every funny. time you talk to someone who yeah. went to an event, whether That's it's true. WrestleMania or any pay per view, like everyone comes. Oh, such a good pay per view! And I'll be like, really? It was kind of well. It was the exact opposite <laughs> way for me what? last year. I loved WrestleMania, uh, and everybody else hated. It. Everybody that was there was like, oh, it sucked. I'm like, well, except for AJ, of course. Well, AJ, nothing sucks, right? Right. Well, no, but like everyone's like, oh, we had to sit through. You know, we. Well, we, just we say <laughs> WrestleMania is different because you're sitting there for like six hours, and apparently since there's 27 matches there's on, a the, lot card, of matches like, on the card, like this, this, this is going to be a 13 hour long WrestleMania. I'm, I'm getting convinced of that. Uh, it's just sucked the life out of me, man. I'm sorry, and I'm gonna do my best. I'm doing my best here. It's just sucked. You're not really doing your best, though. Well, I never really do. But what really is my best, in fairness? I think (laughs) just showing up is basically about my best. Yeah, that's true. All right, so let's get into SmackDown from this week. And I alluded to this at the top. You did the the doing the work is very important, and that's why when I say I'm depressed, I'm giving them credit. They did the work that they needed to do in order to get to where they were going. I just disagree in some instances with where they're going, and that's the problem, Right. right? I. You, you did the work, and particularly when it comes to Shane AJ, you did a you did a great job. You ele- you clearly elevated what we knew was coming and what was a eh to more of a all right. But then the problem is at the end of it, even after the work you did, you still have Shane AJ, right? And unless you're AJ Francis, you're not excited about Shane AJ. It's it's fine. It's what it is. I'm actually excited about it. Now. Why? Explain this. Because I don't. You know that they're going to make it good, first of all. And, and second of all, like, what they did last night, last night, last night on SmackDown. Yeah, we're taping on Wednesday, <laughs> yeah. Like, what day is this? When people are listening, it'll be whatever day it is. Oh, sure. So on SmackDown, I feel like what they did with him attacking him in the parking garage and all of that, it looked really rough, right? Like, when he came back out, his eye was puffed. I mean, they, there's a couple potatoes in there. I feel like those guys are going to beat the shit out of each other. Well, I really do. It's the best thing that you and, can and have that's them the way, do. Like right. that, you have to have this be a street fight. Yeah. You have to do that. And because of that, like my my thing is that you are capping the potential of your best performer. That that's always been my problem with this match. That we don't know how many WrestleManias AJ Style is going to have, and for you know one of those few to be a match that you know. Could it be entertaining? Sure. Shane's going to jump off of some shit. He's going to fly through a window or, or, you know, whatever. But, you know, you have AJ Styles, the best performer arguably in the entire business right now, and you you have to resort to this. Like, you, he's not going to get a five-star match out of this, and that's what we should get uh, out by of By the way, AJ. and, and, and I, I want to be fair, because I think, Brandon, again, this could be an instance where I'm I'm not excited about it, but then come WrestleMania night, I say, you know what? I, uh, and, that but, was pretty great. But you know what? As as you said, I'm way more excited about it now. Way more excited about well, it. Well, yeah, because they did something. Because this is going to turn into something like the, like lo- like loser leaves SmackDown or something like that, right? Because it feels like they alluded to that a little bit with Daniel Bryan firing him and right. Like, and there, there's still what three weeks? Uh two weeks. Two, yeah. two more. Two, yeah. I mean, what more can you do at this point? 
with them other than adding some element, whether it's a street fight or a stipulation. Or I feel like this is a match that sort of they could needs like that. technically keep AJ fired. They could do a thing where they say you're not. You know, you, you can't be on SmackDown, but you can be at WrestleMania, right? Something like that, or you're removed, or maybe, or maybe Shane McMahon is removed if he loses, or but you yeah, know, Stephanie that obviously AJ. that obviously stuck last year, right? When he lost to the Undertaker, right? And he wasn't supposed to, right? And then he was, yeah, no, just, <laughs> no, just no, hang no. around, <laughs> yeah, just hang around anyway. Yeah, that's that's and look again, beating the un, beating Shane McMahon does nothing for me for AJ Styles because you have to beat Shane McMahon if, if, if you're if Shane McMahon goes over AJ Styles, yes, it, what the f? Right, like that's that's the fear. The fear is they somehow have Shane win the match. the The reality is that even if you have AJ Styles win the match, what did you really win? You beat Shane McMahon. He's not a wrestler. Are you a wrestler? You should win a wrestling match against Shane McMahon. Yeah. The only thing I think this does for AJ is like if you look at who remains in the roster, like you can, you can't take people out of matches that were already done, right? So if if you take is there anyone left that isn't already in a match? No, no, no. I, that's, and that's and sort of the bigger that this isn't a and, bigger and, deal. And, and yeah. the point is that AJ should not have been the eleventh guy booked. Sure, like he he should have been booked well ahead, and these other guys should not have been booked. You, you should have prioritized getting a great match for AJ Styles for WrestleMania. But outside of the quality of it, it's a big deal. It, it is a spotlight. It's like a really big spotlight. I feel like because this is one of those matches that everyone's going to be looking at for. Like you said, Shane jumping off something or some crazy right. thing. In, in context, this is what you had. But I, what, what, what Aaron's speaking to, I think it's the bigger problem that I'm dealing with everything, is that it, you could have done so much more. Again, all of your work this year has been about AJ Styles to get to what? To get to AJ Styles against Shane McMahon? Well, the problem is that he's on SmackDown. If he was on Raw, this wouldn't be an issue. They would put him with someone, and it's it's because he's already fought no, Cena a thousand but, times. But why is it an issue? You have him face someone on Raw. Like, that's not an issue. That's never been an issue in the past. In fact, this is the first well, mania not, of the brand extension. Because they're not doing it, though. But hang on. Let me go back. Let me take a step backwards. You never needed to if, – if you wanted to put the belt on Bray Wyatt – there would be nothing wrong with Bray Wyatt facing AJ Styles at WrestleMania. You didn't have to do all the Randy Orton stuff. My, I think my bigger point is the point that speaks to um, you, you. the issue that I feel like you faced is that every ounce of work that you've done during the year, and this goes back to Kevin Owens, Chris Jericho, and I'm sorry, I don't want to keep going back to this. <laughs> AJ Styles should be in your most important match on SmackDown. He should be in your championship match because that's what he's been throughout the course of the year. He's been the guy. You know what? I, I think he might have been maybe, and we'll never know, but he might have been a victim of John Cena's schedule, right? Well, I'm sure he's part, like, part of it. All of, of this Cena's that schedule. happened with AJ was because all of the important stuff had to happen around what John Cena was doing. That's why he got was playing around with James Ellsworth for three weeks or four weeks or it felt like an eternity. It did feel like a long time. Um Right? I mean, that that has to be part of it because Ambrose was never going to be the guy going into WrestleMania. So well, there was once upon a time where it would have been incredible for Dean Ambrose to be the guy going into WrestleMania. I wouldn't have had a problem with it, but he wouldn't have been. It just right. feels like he wouldn't right. have been. Yes. And, the, the, and we can what talk you've about done, that later. Yeah, what you've done over the course Jesus of last year Christ. wouldn't make sense. But, yes, I think what you're saying is that they felt the need that they had to get a title on John Cena. So they did it, and it sort of felt like after that you kind of were flying by the seat of your pants. So, most logical thing, well, we're going to do this, this Randy Orton Bray Wyatt thing anyway, why don't we just make that for the title? 
than because we're doing it anyway. Where you should have had a better strategy for AJ to have him in the championship match because he has been your show. Your show has been AJ Styles. Now, the best possible thing, again, as much as I didn't want to see another AJ Styles-John Cena match, would be to drag this out long enough to have made it logical for there to be AJ Styles-John Cena at WrestleMania. That was the best story that you had told throughout the course of the year. But we got to get the Bellas in. we got to do the women's thing. So now John Cena's out of the picture. The, the belt is somewhere else. This keeps coming back to what could have been versus what actually is. And that's fine. I get it. I'm not always going to get what I want. I'm a professional wrestling fan. I'm a bitch. I get it. The whole deal. <laughs> Pretty much. But you can't convince me to enjoy AJ Styles, Shane McMahon, the way that I would enjoy AJ Styles in the main event fighting for the title at WrestleMania. And that's. I think that's what... I would suggest those to just enjoy it and don't think about what it could have been. I think that's probably what we always. This is your, this <laughs> you're is, talking to Glenn here. Right, this this is like, Glenn, like, what are you doing here? It's like life advice, right? Like, don't ever bitch about anything. That, just be positive, right? Like, I'm doing my <laughs> damn. I, I, I think he's channeling AJ right now. Yeah, he is kind of channeling because it's gonna be good, and that's the thing. It's not. It's not James Ellsworth, like. It's or if not, you're saying a negative whoa, word about whoa, James whoa, Ellsworth, whoa, we will fight you. you. I love James Ellsworth, but it's not. AJ versus James Ellsworth. You don't think James Ellsworth can't, you don't think he can have a good match? <laughs> Is that what you're saying? <laughs> you dick. Um, I hear you, and I, look, this will be fine, it's fine, it's all fine, but that's the problem. The problem is I'm tapped out at fine, right? Like, I'm not, what you haven't done for me is get me truly geeked up for something that feels like it truly matters. And that, I do believe, is the fault of nothing really feeling like it matters, which is what we've talked yeah. about ad nauseum over the course of the last three years. When you have a match that has a stipulation, that stipulation is supposed to matter. Like, you're, it's supposed, for example, when you're supposed to leave the company because you lost The Undertaker, you gotta leave the company. You can't just linger around, right? Like, and the problem is when nothing feels like it matters, AJ Styles, Shane McMahon, if they say is like loser leaves SmackDown or whatever, that feels like it should be something that should matter. Except for the fact that like, do we really care if Shane McMahon goes missing for a month until we have another draft and another GM? Do we really care if AJ Styles gets booted over to Raw? Well, I'd care about that, but not for this. Right. That specific reason. Right. I, I, I mean, care like, about because that would I'd be, be awesome. geeked up, right? I'd be geeked <laughs> up for it. So why do you know? Like you can't sell me on it. It mattering because loser would leave SmackDown. It just feels like filler. It feels P- like well. Plus the only way the only way that we get the result that's good is to get the result that we don't want, which is right. We want Shane. We would want <laughs> Shane to beat AJ Styles. So AJ Styles would have to go to Raw. But then we don't. And then we Shane to be exactly AJ right. That's the problem with all of this. So. It's just, it's fine. It's all very fine, and it's just, you know, it's, it's like listening to, um, oh, who's a good comparison here? You're a music guy. Uh, yeah. It's like listening to, who's somebody that's very mediocre, but like you don't hate them. They're just, it's, it's not unpleasant. Um, uh, I, I can't come up with anybody else. I should have had a better analogy. But it's like listening to Weezer for me, right? Like their like, newer music, or like Jimmy World's like newer music. I was gonna say, I, I, right, Jimmy, I hold Jimmy World. Jimmy World has high, newer music. I hold them in a high place of reverence. No, but I, like, but we, both of those bands have t- have records that are amazing. I, know, really I mean, great. I guess that's more like talking about like Shane's matches in like, the nineties. To me, it's yeah, it, it's like putting on third hash. eye blind. There you go. You see, that's that's, that's, that's a, tricky that's, for me because I love special one. I like third eye blind, but you know who it is. Honestly, and I'll, I'll say this categorically, and I think you'll be mad at me. For me, it's no, it's three eleven. Oh no, for me, for me, it's three eleven. Which is, I don't have any issue with three eleven. Three eleven's music is fine. But if you told me today that you had gotten me free tickets to the three eleven show, I'd say like, oh, 
all right, well, I've got nothing better to do. Like, I guess I'll go watch that. Whereas if you told me today you got me like free tickets to the Third Eye Blind show, I know that's a terrible, I know that's a terrible analogy. But you don't understand, you don't understand what I'm saying. Like, I'd be way more excited if you told me you had free tickets to the blank. And that's what I feel about WrestleMania this year. It's like, this is going to see 311, right? Like, okay, you know, I'm. Except you spent like three grand. (laughs) Right, I just spent a lot of money in order to be able to do it. That is true. They're going to do the stupid drum solo thing in the middle of the show. Three grand to see 311. Yeah, okay, I would probably want to hang myself. (laughs) I have to think about it that way. It's just fine. It's all, it's all, it's all fine. What else is fine from, from SmackDown this week? What else is fine from uh, Spectrum? It's all fine. Well, you, know, you know what's more than fine? And, and I'll say it now, and I can't believe I'm saying this. Because outside of Kevin Owens, Chris Jericho, I think the match that I'm most looking forward to might be that goddamn mixed tag match between Cena and Miz. I guess. Because they have built that so well, and I can't believe I'm saying that right now. Well, you know... I'd be excited about John Cena facing the Miz just about any time because it's John Cena and the Miz and they're perfect personalities to work with each other and the fact that they've been able to add the other two in and it hasn't taken anything away from it I think and it's you can argue to it. that it's yeah. added something is somewhat remarkable. I'm not really excited for the match itself. Like it, it doesn't it doesn't do a lot for me, the match, but the storyline has been really good. I I've continued that I'd be I would I would be more excited for two in to for two singles matches. Right. What what happens at WrestleMania is a mixed tag match doesn't really tell me who was better. And I want WrestleMania to be the moment where this See, goes back it, to the topic we were debating. In this case, I'm, I'm okay with someone it's, not being better because then it's Cena. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> right. That's true. That's a good you, point. You know, th- there's a couple of things I think might happen, and I hope it – well, I hope it does, and then for other reasons I hope it doesn't. But I feel like we're going to get like a Nikki puts the Miz in a move type spot in this, like – Sure, that makes sense. Absolutely, it would make yeah. sense. But yeah, like, I don't know why a lot wouldn't. of people would say that you shouldn't do that to the Miz because they built him up so much. Now you're going to have him. I, I think I, I do think that it's a risk. I mean, and, and it goes back to the Stephanie McMahon problem where she can do whatever the hell she wants to guys, and the guys can never get over on her because you can't get over on a woman. Right. You know that that's always kind of the issue in mixed tag situations is that you really don't want the women to get over too much on the men because there's nothing they can do about it. But you know. That's just an issue in general, not necessarily specific. Look, it's good. Match. There's nobody to debate it. It's good. And it's... then we're definitely getting the proposal. Oh, 100%. Right? 100%. <laughs> so there's been two or three, if, if you count Talking Smack, there's been three promos in a row where they zoom in on Maurice's in wedding ring or engagement ring or whatever, and she talks about Nikki never getting, like, that's totally yes, where it's, it's going. It's absolutely, it's, it's going to be the WrestleMania moment. It's going, you know, Cena has to have something big happening if he's going to be in a match like but this. it's so bad. That's so Wait, bad. Wait, what if they take it a step further and they get married? Like, At WrestleMania? Like, like, oh my god, like, it's totally <laughs> something they would do. Well, cause that's, well, that's a cool thing right now, right? This is like this hip thing that people are doing. That well, are, no, you got you got to have it for Total Bellas, though. But what's it? What's it called? It's called. But they can film it right there. What What, what is it called? That people are doing like these. Um, I don't. I don't know. What, what, what's the word when the people come out and dance? Flash mob. Flash, they're doing oh, flash, flash weddings. weddings. Yeah. I actually have. Wait, heard they're doing about flash that. weddings. I this is like a that. hip thing now. Where pe- I, my friend of mine just went to one where you show up someplace and it's just a wedding and it's like a surprise for. Most of the people, or for the, yeah, right. Like is, they invite you to a party. They did an episode of uh, Parks and Rec about it. Right. Okay. They I did must an ep- that episode. That when when uh, when when Andy and um, I I, I um, must have I, I I admit I have not seen like every episode of Parks and Rec. Go f yourself. <laughs> yeah. When Andy married yes. Aubrey Plaza, who's Aubrey Plaza? What's her name on the show? April. April. Thank God. April Ludgate. Jesus Christ. So when Andy married April, they invited all their friends to a party, and then they got to the party, and then they're like, "By the way, we're actually getting married." Oh, so so the the bride and groom know what's they happening. Know. Okay. No one else knows. Oh, okay. Because 
I because the way that you were describing it at first, I thought it was just like, oh, hey, one of them doesn't no, know. No, his concept is like, what if we had we invited yeah, all of you out here for our big match? I see. Oh, and since you're here, let's just go ahead and get married. Oh, they can't do that at me. Oh right? god, they cannot do that at me. People so... would. I think people can. And the accept... Rock officiates it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would actually be real. That that could get it over. That's the most likely thing. But that I was I, I was I was going to say I think people can get into a proposal. I think that they wouldn't be jerks immediately if they carry on with that. People, the crowd's gonna turn real CM quick. CM Punk, right. CM Punk, you fucked up. You fucked up when they <laughs> when they say yes. Don't say yes. Don't oh, say yes. So bad. So bad. No. 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 Um. Any. What else? From what else we need to cover from SmackDown? We still really don't know what's happening with the tag titles because no they one cares. Like no one. Because I, I guess not that was not only does nobody care, they, they don't, don't care no, because they mean. they they had a tag their tag champions face the otherwise number one contenders in a match and they lost. Not only did they lose, but the whole thing was had nothing to do. They were they, they used they, that they, as they a prop for Shane Milwaukee. Yeah, they are Actually, so uninteresting. I did want to bring that up. How, like, I was watching SmackDown and I was like, why the hell does this match last? Like, I was like, why is this main eventing the show? And then when they started cutting in to beat up Shane walking around, yes, like, you're oh like, oh God. right, they're they're so uninterested in tag division. Like, right I, now I guess this is what they've yeah, done. Th- but this listen, is, this is progress because this would have been the Divas match like last year. No, I, there, there's the no way the Divas match would have ever been in the fi- final. Uh, no, it would have been Divas last year. Yeah, last yeah. year, absolutely. But, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> the match they would have chose to cut in and yeah, right. show Shane. So, so you're saying it's better because now they're <laughs> just they're just shitting all over their tag divisions, <laughs> yeah, they're right. shitting all over their female division. No, but it's weird. It's like they've they've basically confirmed the match for Mania while making us care less about it. Yeah. Well, I guess they've confirmed the match for Mania. I mean, why else would you but, do would that? Would you still be surprised if they just don't have one? What? Or if they have like a nine team. Right. Is it bad that I almost kind of, like, I'd almost rather them just say, no, we're, we're going to skip the tag division than try to force a match Man, in there. Like, it is, it is brutal, dude. It is really, really it, bad right and now. It's, well, I know you guys already talked about Raw, but it's not better on Raw. Like, both, both sides are bad. Tag it, teams it's a line. little better yeah, on at the least tag. On Raw. It, no, but I mean, I ranted last week about the tag division. No, I'm with so you. Like, they, it, they, it, it, they gave the belts to the club on the pre-show at <laughs> Royal Rumble. Like, the right. tag division as a whole, and it's like Enzo and Cass are still kind of a little bit annoying. We don't know if we're supposed to cheer. Like it's all really bad. Like God. my guess, if I had the to new guess, day, doesn't have a match. Something's gonna. <laughs> what happen. is going on here? Something's gonna happen with new. Day. And that's I a, think they're saving them for some kind of surprise. I, I maybe. I but don't like, know. What, but what? The yeah, Rock's right? gonna come out. Woo. Been there, seen <laughs> wow. that. Wow. He said woo. <laughs> He said woo. Um, yeah, it's really bad. It's bad. I, and, I, and look, I said last week the way to solve it is to get Dash and Dawson on there, but like you're not solving that before WrestleMania. No, that, that's the night at, or and, the Tuesday after. Mania. And even if you put Dash and Dawson on there, that gives you now two credible teams, one of which you've done nothing to build. So you, you need to get you actually the, for you have to create some teams. What you have to do is, is get the the Kurt Hawkins get and and it wouldn't happen instantly. But if you're tell like you can create a decent team out of it seems like Dolph Ziggler could use something right oh now. Oh my God, can we? Talk Talk about Good that. God. Why Good God. is wh- why? Be careful what you say here. You better. You better be, be careful. Well, I don't know, wait a second. I don't think he's disparaging Dolph Ziggler. No, 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 no. I think he's going the other way with it, and I, I'm going to tell him. Be careful. I'm not going to shit on Mojo. I'm not. I love Mojo. I'm not. But why would he run away from Mojo? I mean, like you're Dolph because Ziggler. he's Mojo. Come no. on. Yeah. Who wouldn't run away from Mojo? Is, 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 Look. By the way, he's right. I mean, he's right in that. <laughs> like, did I miss? Something? I love Mojo, and I do love Mojo, and he's a tough-looking dude. But you're Dolph Ziggler. Like, there's like, did I miss something? 
did they, were they talking about? I know Mojo's in the Andre. The, does that mean Ziggler is in that? I assume so. What what else, he doesn't have any other matches. Listen, of course, that's the worst. That is the worst. Well, of course. But, what, I mean, what, what if, if we're if we're scrounging You're for AJ me? Styles to have a match? Well, no. That, okay, <laughs> yeah, that's the right? point I was just going to make. Why wouldn't we just do something with AJ and Dolph? Oh, well, because they screwed <laughs> up and they turn him heel, and they have no idea what to do with them. That's why, because they're both heels, and now they're like, "Oh shit!" Because that would have been amazing, and we're not allowed <laughs> to have amazing things. Dolph Ziggler and AJ Styles in a title match at WrestleMania would have been wonderful. It would have been a match that I would have jerked and off to on Dol- Dolph Ziggler occasions. winning the Royal Rumble. Hey, would have been a beautiful moment that people would have lost their shit I mean, over. Honestly, like when they when they did this heel turn with Dolph, I really thought this was like leading. I mean, no. I know I was tricked again by them. Right, with- they don't know what they're doing. But it was so good at first. I was like, "Oh, okay." Like, right. was it? Was it really so good at first? It was. It was good whenever he was involved with people that weren't Apollo Cruz or. Calisto. So, so you're saying it was good when he was involved with Jerry Lawler because that was the one segment he wasn't involved well, with Apollo yeah. Cruz or Kalisto. That's, that's when he did that. I thought they were elevating him because they gave that such a spotlight, and that's such a shitty thing to say. Like, it was such a good. Heat seeker, you know, like I hear you, they did I... nothing with the heat that he got from that. I mean, that was that was a jarring. I mean, maybe I'm just being a mark, but I that was a jarring segment for me. I was like, holy shit, I can't believe. I think I even texted you. I was like, I can't believe that he's saying this right now. And then, then nothing. Then Apollo Cruz and Kalisto for two months. They can never do anything right with Dolph Ziggler. They just they just can't. And by the way, this is this is what happens. They do this, and then it means that Aaron bitches when they do things right with Dolph Ziggler, like put him in a title match at SummerSlam, which is where he should be because he's Dolph Ziggler. Because and they Dolph shit Ziggler's... on him so long that it makes right. him feel right. Like so he so Aaron it. then right. gets pissed about it. But the truth is, Dolph Ziggler should be in every main event because Dolph Ziggler is amazing. Dolph Ziggler is the greatest, and for some reason they're handed this gold, and all they know to do with it is to say, uh, "Big Show." Like, that's the best thing. And and that's the thing. As as much as, uh, you know, we're we're talking about Dolphin, you know, whatever he's in is going to be great. He's going to be eliminated by Big Show or Mojo. I I guess no, I he'll be he'll be eliminated. Who's by, got like, the first pay per view coming out? It's 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 SmackDown, I guess, right? They got they got a pay per view after WrestleMania. That's a good question. Actually. So they would need to set up some matches. So it would make sense if they want to set up Dolph Mojo to have. Mojo he'll be eliminated him. by the collection of Apollo Cruz, Kalisto, and Mojo because oh. because that's what you do. You team up three faces, faces versus one. <laughs> right, because that's the ultimate face thing is to have six of you. Yeah, <laughs> you should have him dress up uh, as cheerleaders in the process. Actually, actually, it looks like Payback is going to be Raw and is going to be uh, the next pay per view. Doing two consecutive Raw pay per views before. I mean, I, I guess they view WrestleMania as kind of a reset. WrestleMania is an every. Yeah, I know, yeah, but right. what I'm saying is like the individual brand right. pay per views. They'll be either two. Side of WrestleMania. And, and yeah. there's there's some time. Like there's right now, if this schedule that I'm looking at is right, you got WrestleMania on April 2nd, you have Payback, which is Raw, on April 30th, and then you don't have the SmackDown pay-per-view until May 21st, Jesus. and then you got Raw, uh, Extreme Rules, June 4th, you know what that means, and then right? SmackDown, June 18th. You know what it means Payback is going to be Lesnar versus Big Show, or some bullshit for the title? Mm. I mean, that, that would... But you know what? Yeah. That would that would be a step in the right direction because that means Brock Lesnar is actually defending a title on, on a non, non-essential right, yeah, pay-per-view. Right. Like that, oh, true. I, or he doesn't show up at all, but right. he's been doing house shows, so... Yeah, but they've always kind of done house shows with him. It's weird. It's a weird thing. He did two do. this weekend. No, it, it, he's he's definitely doing more house shows than usual. Usually he does, you know, the Madison Square Garden one when he hits that or whatever. All right. but. Is there anything else we need to cover from... Yeah, uh, well, there's the, the Orton Wyatt promo, oh, yeah. which was... 
odd. It just there was nothing there. There's just, there's I'm going to smother myself in the ashes of my dead it's, sister. It's, it, like, what are we doing? I know that we want to be Matt Broken Matt Hardy. I get it. I get that they badly want to be Broken Matt Hardy. I understand that, and they've been trying for an entire year. Um, it's not. It's it's not working. Um, it, you're in an awkward spot because, again, they had to do the Randy Orton thing. They had to do it because they had to get... You know, the two on the other sides of each other in order, but they did it in such a convoluted way that never made a lick of sense. And like, they're trying to sell now that it was always Randy's plan. Well, like, why wouldn't, then why, why wouldn't you he... turn on him when you have a chance? Like, why would you turn on him before WrestleMania instead of like turning on him during WrestleMania? Or, you know, why like, would you, why would you ever abdicate your, your spot in the Royal Rumble? Like, like you, you, you it, almost lost your chance to screw him over there. Am I supposed to <laughs> cheer for this? Like, am I supposed to say, yeah, Randy, you're our guy, or is it more, Dude, you're a fucking weirdo. Uh, there, there's another problem, guys. What? They literally said three times in the show the main event of WrestleMania for this match. <laughs> I tweeted at you. I'm like, they keep I saying it. I mean, they keep saying it. And, and they don't say it with Goldberg and if, Lesnar. If, if they have this as the main event of WrestleMania, then I nothing makes sense But anymore. am I crazy? Like, no, no, no. They've been saying it since day one. And they literally been saying are not for, saying it on Raw, right? right? They, they've been saying it for at least six weeks that this is going to be the main event of WrestleMania. Now, you know... That doesn't mean they can... They no, can. It, there, there are... Oh, look, here's 17 main events in a single <laughs> show. Oh, look, they are the main event of the 8 o'clock hour. Yes, CM Punk, you have been in five main events at Correct. WrestleMania. Correct. Yes. Look, I... By the way, if they actually say that... That like every last match of an hour is the main event. Oh, I'm all for it. Oh, yeah, I, I, the whole that would be so good. I actually think it's a wonderful idea. That'd be so good. I think that's actually a great idea. Look, I... It's weird, and, and this goes back to, I have no problem with Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt. It's just, this makes less and less sense as, like, your big, because none of it, am I supposed to like Randy Orton right now? Am I supposed to, what am I supposed to be into in all of this? It's so just too weird of so They're definitely doing that thing where he's, like, not a face or a heel, right, with Orton, and neither is Wyatt. Well, but I don't, wait, 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 I don't know that they're... Consciously thinking he's not supposed to be a face or a heel. I think they're thinking that Randy Orton is a, a face. face. Yes. <laughs> it's playing like they both but, are like. But what have they done to make him? Is he just a face because he turned on Bray yes. Wyatt? Yes. He burned the guy's house. But yeah, he yes. burned his house down Look. with his dead sister Look, in it. Do you remember the Randy Orton Triple H where they were breaking into each other's houses oh, yeah, despite Triple H, the Triple H, H, H was being a, well, yeah. Yeah, was being a face and breaking into his house like threatening his children? <laughs> like, his wife was there like, ah, yes. Triple H was the and, and yet yeah, that, that was Triple H being a face of Apparently, so Actually, I mean that that speaks to something that that I talk about with someone else all the time, which which is like the WWE bully face, right? Like they they say no, they, they definitely they've, yeah, but like yeah. John Cena does stuff all the time that you're like, okay, well, like re- remember right before he was injured, Seth Rollins was basically threatening to traumatize Triple H and Stephanie's children <laughs> by like going after their dad and beating him up in front of them, like man, okay. <laughs> Man, and, that's, it, and and I won't even go into uh, the the R the, the man with the R R initials that has done several uh, well bully. You know, we 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 talked about it. We don't know if he's being a dick because he's turning heel or being a dick because that thinks to the legends because they think that'll get him over. I, I <laughs> the whole thing is just befuddling, man. It's befuddling. And, and then and then you add into the, the you know back to the looking at this segment specifically, Bray White. I guess he claimed he has powers now. 
But, like, he's always claimed he had powers, but, like, he only ever chose... Like, when did you choose to use them? Like, right, like you were losing every match? He he used the powers, you know, he stole Undertaker's powers for one week, right. and then never had them again, it's and so, now he's claiming so again bizarre. he has supernatural powers, and you can't claim you have supernatural powers unless you use them in some way, just, so just, are we going to see it, or... Hey, we had one big victory on SmackDown, though. Did you guys notice? Oh, the the oh, two the person, table. Two the person. Table, no doubt. No, 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 I, no, I don't know if I would have chosen Tom Phillips yeah, and I mean, JBL. It was, it was too. because there was a snowstorm. Right. Yes. They didn't make well, it. Otunga was filming something, and Morrow was caught in the snowstorm. Be all four. Actually, I don't mind JBL being there. I think Morrow JBL would be the the table if I had to choose the two of them. Tom Phillips, I mean, two Tom of those Phillips four, sure. Yeah. Yes. Tom's ha- Tom Phillips had his face buried in that announced table. <laughs> he was just reveling, reveling. Look, you, they must love... The, you read the Tom Phillips. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh we've, sorry. We've, sorry, my we've, bad. My bad. We've, yes, we yes. covered, okay. yes, we covered the Tom Phillips thing. <laughs> All right, is that it for SmackDown? Can we just... <laughs> um, the women, weird, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, they, they're you doing... Gotta, you got to watch... As far you as have pushing. to watch SmackDown with my wife. You have uh, to just, watch g- SmackDown with my you, wife. You need to tell us some of these okay, things, she yeah. says. So, so my wife and I watched SmackDown together this week. And my wife... I don't know why it is. She hates all female performers. Like, there's yeah. not one that she likes. There's none of them. She she loves John Cena. She loves Randy Orton. She hates all of the female performers because they all wear too much makeup and they all like look like they're fake, right? Like, my, so she, my wife thinks they all look like men. Yeah, I mean, but, but they, whatever. She it's, says it all the time. She's like. She's very manly. I'm like, what? She has muscles. Is that like right, because right. she's toned? Like that's not a manly thing. It's just like you know, whatever. Anyway, so. Every segment that involved a female performer on Tuesday night, my wife went into like full live tweeting mode. But she's not tweeting, she's just saying it out loud to me, right? So like when Maurice is talking, it's, oh, you're such a bitch. No one likes you. You're, you're ugly. God, does anybody like her? Ah. And then when Nikki starts talking, it's, Cena doesn't even love you. Like, it's so, it's just, I'm like, I keep looking at her like, baby, are you okay? Like, what's her take on Becky? Uh, does not like, uh, she, ta- she sounds like a man. Um, she has that stupid red hair. Nobody, I've never liked, she's stupid red hair. I'm like, everybody likes Becky. What are you talking about? She's like, no, I've never liked her. Her hair's stupid. I'm like, what she? Mickey and Alexa? Uh, oh, Alexa, she despises. Yeah, my wife really doesn't she like She despises Alexa. Alexa because too much makeup and what else? There was something else. Oh, the resting the ble- bitch face? No, it's the bleach blonde hair. It's the fake bleach blonde hair. And then she doesn't like Mickey because she's old. Like, she's 37. I don't know if you know this, baby. <laughs> You're not that far away. And then, she, then she's mad at me. And- my, my wife. I, I, think you, I think you need to start an account like Glenn's wife. Oh, tweets. my God. Well, it is out of control. My wife peeks in every now and again and. She always, we've talked about this before, but she always comes in at like the most embarrassing times to watch wrestling. Yeah, right. Like, like she used to come in during like the, like the Festus segment or like the Eugene segment, right. and she's like, "This what is horrible. Yeah, like, what is wrong with you? Get a hold of yourself." So, th- the past couple of weeks, she always peeks in when I'm watching Talking Smack, and their women are talking for too long. Because you know they don't give them anything to say; they're on their own on that right. show. It's true, and some of them are not great at it right? yeah that's fair like alexa's tripped over herself and they had a segment on last night's episode where there was i think all five of them ended up coming in and they're going back and forth and uh my wife is like this is the dumbest thing. <laughs> yeah there's a lot of that there's a lot of that <laughs> but anyway all right um yeah whatever and we still don't know what kind of match that's going to be 
Right. And like they're they're like playing that up now that we don't know what kind of match it's going to be. So I don't know what that could possibly lead to. But. And it's every woman on the SmackDown roster that's in this photo. Did you see that? Well, they've only put four in the photo, five but I don't in the photo. But well, because Carmella, right? They had Carmella. Oh, right, to it. Car- right, correct. But what they haven't said is that it has to be the yeah. women in the photo. No, right. Using... They haven't said that, but I mean, right. Well, which everybody's well, hoping means that there's going to be an Oscar. I hope so. Because yeah. if if there's not. Or maybe, maybe they the Victoria, like, like some someone like that. I think would be fun. I, don't I like Victoria. You can like Victoria. I don't think Victoria is going to save it right now. It's just like well, I'd be I like, hear, oh, I, I give you a choice. I give you a choice fine. of any match, like reasonable. Don't tell me that they're going to compete in an Inferno match or something like that. But I give you a choice of any match. What you that choose? That would be fantastic, actually. Yeah, right? Is an Inferno? <laughs> why is not? Why isn't an Inferno match What's an option? Wrong with that? <laughs> Dick, why are you getting rid of an Inferno match? Uh, well, because then I would pick Kennel from Hell, and uh, I would win. I what about, still, what I about still... a Punjab prison match? <laughs> Kennel from Hell is better than the Punjabi prison. <laughs> why is that ever a thing? Why was? <laughs> I don't know, but whether it was meant or not, it was a great yeah. double. Uh, um, <laughs> you know what I'd kind of like to see? The return of the scramble match. Remember that? Which was the scramble The match? scramble w- match was, it was like, you get 20 minutes on the clock, every or they, they come out in order or whatever, and basically you can pin at any time and become champion at any time, and whoever is holding the belt at the end wins it. I like that, oh, too. Oh, okay. Uh, what I don't like about it is that they decided to count <laughs> to count All people. those as title reigns? Yes! Who was it? <laughs> it was it Dolph or someone? Well, they counted that as their first title Well, no, no, no. They, they specifically didn't because Brian Kendrick held the title He, he when, uh, in Triple H's match. Brian Kendrick, and they specifically knows only whoever holds the belt at the end that actually counts as a title. But then it's, there was someone that, like, years later they said, this guy's a three-time champion, and someone went back to see, like, what the three were, and one of them was the scramble. It's too wonky for me, i got to be it, honest. It's I, too wonky even for me, and I'm a nerd. Uh, I mean, psychologically, the the match makes no sense because why would you, you know, pin someone with two minutes, you know, two minutes into the match? Because obviously you're probably going to get it taken from you at some point. I feel like they did one. Did they do one that there was either a Miz, the Miz or like another chicken shit heel type where the guy won and then he just kept hiding? Like they only did it for one. I I think they only did it for one pay-per-view. That that was the thing because it's unforgiven 2008. Yeah. And that's the thing. I'm trying to think of something. Because, you know, we talked about the ladder match. I'd be they, for oh, the... They labeled them as interim champions. Yeah. Yes. Which might be how they got away with later saying it was somebody else's... Who was, who was in it? I could tell you the person if you tell there me. There were three different matches. There was the three? EC... Three? Yeah, because there was the ECW. ECW... Chavo came out with it. Matt Hardy came out as the winner. Chavo, Matt Hardy, Mark Henry, and Finley. Speaking of Finley, by the way, showing up on SmackDown, I want to see AJ uh, Finley now more to, than anything else. We need else. to talk about Jamie Noble. We need well, to talk about yes. the fact. Like, here, I, I give you a choice. Like, By the way, you, you said, who else do I want to see AJ? I'd rather see AJ face Finley. I'd rather see AJ face J&J Security. Well, I would rather <laughs> J&J Security do anything because J&J Security are amazing. And by the way, no there's f- your fix to the tag division. Right oh there. Oh, my God. I'd be so excited for that. The uh, WWE Championship started with Jeff Hardy. Then it was Brian Kendrick, as you mentioned, Triple H, Jeff Hardy, Triple H, Jeff Hardy, Triple H, and the World uh, Heavyweight Championship, Kane, Batista, and Chris Jericho. So that did was Kane the, win the title? Jericho think, won. At but the end. did he have it for like a minute? Or yeah, Kane, he went in with the title, right? But or? Batista, Batista was the one that got a pin in the middle of that match. So, somebody, somebody. It was one of those guys that had it, had the title like one other time, and right, the, and they, they went back and said, "Time champion," and then like. The only Someone thing they come online. up with is a scramble match. Yeah. All right. 
All right, when we come back in, we will wind things down. I'm going to chat with Eric Legrand. Uh, the uh, cool. yeah, it's very cool. Honestly, he's the uh, Warrior Award winner, so I will chat with him, and then we're going to wrap things up. We're going to do a top five this week. We'll do a top five to, to finish out the week. I'm Glenn Clark. He's Aaron from the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone, and Brandon Linton in for the main event. AJ Francis. This is jobbing out. The new edition of Press Box is available now. On the cover, Steve Jones looks at the life and legacy of Maryland native Keon Carpenter, the late former NFL safety whose philanthropic mission continues thanks to other area athletes. Also in the issue, a 15th anniversary celebration of Maryland's national championship basketball team. Pressbox is available for free at over 500 locations in the area, including 60 Royal Farm stores. You can also read the entire edition and see the best daily coverage of the Ravens, Orioles, and Terps at PressBoxOnline.com. third and final segment it is jobbing out glenn clark here and this is an absolute honor as our next guest we're going to be going down to orlando here in a couple of weeks and when we do we're going to see this man receive the warrior award from the wwe and what a remarkable man he is former rutgers football player and now a uh, living breathing inspiration the great eric legrand joins us now Eric, it's Glenn. It's good to talk to you, man. Thank you so much for taking a couple of minutes for us, and congratulations on the Warrior Award. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me. It's a tremendous honor, and I can't wait to be down there that weekend. It's, it's going to be an awful lot of fun. So let me, but you know, before we talk about this, so are, are you legitimately like a pro wrestling fan? Is that something that, that I just didn't know about you? So I, I would say growing up, I was a huge fan, and now I'm a, I'm a big fan. <laughs> yeah, so. So you know, I try to. I have a lot busier schedule now than when I was ten years old. <laughs> so I, I, I try to catch it, you know, when I can. For sure, what I've been watching, of course, you know, recently. I, well, um, growing it, I, up, I was a huge like must see TV. So tell me about because I saw on your Twitter that like you were interacting with The Rock. Are you are you friends with that dude? <laughs> so I got to meet uh, Dwayne you know, The Rock, and that's my favorite wrestler too. Growing up, had three of them, but. He's one of them, and um, I've got to meet him this past summer. I'm filming a show that I'm actually working on called Mission Possible. It's a digital series with with Fox Sports. And I was doing the episode with him. He was in the episode, and I got to meet him when I was down there. And ever since then, he, you know, he's, every time he sees my tweet, he responds. Man, he's been pretty awesome. Dude, that is phenomenal. <laughs> that is so cool, man. Um, what, were, were you were you an Ultimate Warrior fan? Like, were, when you say you were growing up as a wrestling fan, I don't know if the times like like link up, link up the right way. But were you uh, a, one of the little warriors that was running around with your face painted? Unfortunately, they do. I was I was born in 1990. Yeah, so as I started watching was towards the end of his of his career. Sure, I didn't really get to like you know really experience you know I saw of course I've seen videos and whatnot. But it wasn't. I said I was more of the late nineties, early two thousands. So you were more attitude era. You were more the rock. You I'm were attitude, more... exactly. I'm <laughs> attitude era, exactly. So, so give me an idea of how this this comes about because you know this this is such a cool thing that they do with the Warrior Word. How did you find out that like this was something that they were talking about, and and how did this whole thing come together? Well, all came together again through my Mission Possible series. We were doing. An episode with the kid Rohan Murphy, who was uh, who had his legs amputated at the age of four years old because he was born with deformed legs. Uh, he was a wrestler at Penn State, and we actually wanted to work with the WWE. So 
we uh, got in touch with them I knew some contacts and we uh, got in touch with Triple H and you know Paul and he um uh when we did an episode with him and everything and he saw learned about everything that I was doing. So um, about two weeks ago or three weeks ago, I said two and a half weeks ago, I've been sitting in my house and I get an email from his assistant saying Paul wants to, you know, talk to you on uh, what, are, what days are good for you. This was a Tuesday. And she gave me times that day, Wednesday, or, or Thursday. And, of course, the only day that was good was the Thursday, the last time. I'm like, I'm like, what is on you? Like, what is going on? Like, the boys wants to talk to me? Like, what? And then uh, he called Father Asbally, you know, two days go by of anticipation. He calls me up and he was telling me about the award, you know, and how how much it means to WWE and how, you know, how they go about the selection process. And at the end, he was just like, we want to pick you as a, as a winner. You know, you won this year. We nominated you. We, and you won. I was like, wow. This is incredible. <laughs> Holy crap, man. <laughs> how cool is that? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I, I saw some interaction with um, a Warrior's wife, Dana. Did you have an opportunity to talk to her? Yes, I've, uh, I've sent emails with Dana. I've talked to her on the phone now. She's been, yeah, she's been yeah, a part of my little family, you know, the past few weeks. I've been really in touch with her a lot, so. That's really cool. cool too. That's really, really cool, man. So now you get to go down to Orlando, and, and and this is a huge platform, right? Like with the Hall of Fame and an opportunity for you to maybe address a group of people that, that might not be, you know, completely familiar with your story and what it is that you're trying to do. Um, what do you hope that, that people will take from, from seeing you that maybe aren't familiar um, with, with you the way that maybe sports fans, like football fans, are? Mm-hmm. I just want them to respect my journey, respect, you know, what I've been through. You know, I've been through a lot and everything, and I just, each and every day I just live, I live my life to the fullest. And if I can you, uh, get the crowd to do the same thing, too, like, well, say, like, if he can do this, why can't I do this? Or look how he's living his life. I can make, I can make my life better. You know, that's the whole point, you know, just to learn my story, respect respect everything I'm going through, and also, you know, better themselves, make them become better people. And it's funny because, you know, in wrestling, you know, these guys, sometimes you got to put on an act, you know, to be <laughs> a character, you, you know, to be a character. But the best thing about it is with me, I don't have to put on an act. This is who I am. This is the person I, I, that I've always, I've always been, always known how to be, and this is all I know how to be, so... It's going to be cool when I get to address that crowd and, and, you know, be in front of everybody. I can't, I just can't wait. That's awesome, man. Eric Legrand is with us. He is going to receive the Warrior Award uh, at the Hall of Fame two nights before WrestleMania, which is just a really, really super cool, cool thing. So, Eric, because, you know, our audience is, uh, is wrestling fans and maybe not uh, football fans, um, I think I think what what they were introduced to on Monday night is is the story of you playing against Army and the injury that you suffered. But s- since that time, since you suffered that injury, this the, all of these things that you're doing. You talk about the show you're doing, Mission Possible, and I know you go speak and 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 you take that very seriously. But it, can you give everybody a background of like going through what you did and at what point you said? Okay, that's fine. This is who I'm going to be moving forward. Can you take us through a little bit of that? Well, yeah, at the beginning, the doctors told me I would never walk again, never breathe on my own, never eat solid foods, never even live a normal life, and hopefully lucky enough to make it through the surgery. You know, and then five weeks later, I was breathing on my own. That thing, I got hurt on October 16th. That Thanksgiving, I was able to eat a full solid meal with my family. 
That's January. I started, I started taking classes back up at Rutgers. That February, I started moving shoulder, my shoulders a little bit. So I was like, oh, they were telling me that I was not do this, wouldn't do that. And then all of a sudden, I started doing this stuff, this stuff and stuff all the time. Like, how can they tell me I'll never walk again? And ever since then, that's been my goal and my dream. And whatever I need to do, I start I formed a foundation, Team McGlenn of the Christopher and Dana Reed Foundation, so we can raise awareness and raise funds to find a cure for this injury one day. And 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 that's the continues to be the goal is that you're going to be able to walk again. And you and you've made like we've seen some things like you've made some progress towards this goal, correct? I have. You know, I've regained back a lot of uh, sensations in my body. I've been able to move my shoulders now. My back muscles are, are firing. Where I can control my upper back a lot, leaning forward, and I've gotten some finger twitches every now and then. So things have been great for me. It's been incredible, and I'm just continuing to fight, continue to believe on this journey. And, only 26 years old. I hope God has a long, long, healthy, blessed <laughs> life ahead of me, and I plan on doing a lot of things with it. Do you get messages? We talk about The Rock. Do you, do, does your story resonate? Do you get messages from wrestlers? Do you get messages from people that just see your story and say, you know, dude, I, I have never been in the position that you're in, but um, I, I, you've inspired me in a way that you don't understand? All the time, and that's honestly what keeps me going. It's the random messages I get on my Twitter, my Facebook, my Instagram saying, oh, I ran three miles today because I know you would do anything to run again. Or I was in a weight room lifting weights because I know you would do anything to be able to lift again. And, or a little girl, I read your book because I, you inspired me and I wanted, and I want to uh, share your story because you're such an inspiration to me. That's what keeps me going, man. Hearing that makes me realize I'm making a difference in this world and helping other people out. You know, it's, it's, it's incredible. It's, it's incredible, man. It's it's such a powerful thing. Like, do do you do you sort of find yourself maybe almost uh, in awed by by that the, the ability that you have to inspire people that way? I do. Like like when this when they announced the award the other night and my Twitter absolutely blew up. <laughs> you know, you do kind of sit in that all moment for a little bit, like wow. <laughs> right. It's just right just here. me, right? I'm just Eric. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's how I look at myself. Just Eric Green from Avondale, New Jersey. Yes. That's cool, man. All right. So these these are the important questions. Um, is there a way? Because cause you can still do a lot of things. Like, is there a way that you could end up getting involved somehow in a WWE match while you're down in Orlando that weekend? Is there any way that we could make that happen? So I, I, would, I wish that was physically possible because, believe me, I thought of it too, and I was like, you know, that would be awesome. Maybe one day they might have a manager role for me. But <laughs> we'll see what I would, I would love for. So it's funny to say, I don't, I don't know how much time we got left, but me and my friends, we had all there. My, my roommates actually from college, my teammates, they are huge WWE fans. And we had actually planned this weekend, last September, that we're going to WrestleMania. Wow. And ever since all this stuff has happened, they like did. They are in their glory. Like they cannot wait. That's awesome, man. That is awesome. So, so we'll wrap with it. If, if, let's just say, after the, after you're able to walk again, let's say it's not, once you get to that point, who's the dude? One, give me a wrestler, and then give me an athlete that you want to step, once you're able, once you get to that point, because we all know you're going to, once you get to that point again, physically, who's the dude that you want to step into the squared circle with and, and, and square up against? Oh man, the, my, 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 in my opinion, the two biggest heels of all time, and 
One is Triple H, as because as growing up, I, I I believe I might have told her that I was not a fan of his. <laughs> I, I liked when he was with DX, but then when he as is when he was you know the game and everything, I used to hate him because he used to beat the Rock, you know, beat Stone Cold and stuff, stuff like that. And then Kurt Angle, I'm going to the Hall of Fame with him. It's... I was one of those guys screaming at my TV, <laughs> "You suck." <laughs> Dude, like, <laughs> he was so good on the bike at making people hate him. Dude, it was incredible. I'm with you. I am an obsessed Kurt Angle fan. Like you have no idea. <laughs> he was incredible, man. Dude, when he got into a rap battle with John Cena, I high fived yeah. so many people that just looked at me like I was the biggest nerd on the planet. They said, "What the hell's wrong with you?" But it was the greatest moment of my life. <laughs> It's hilarious. If you think about it now, as I get you know older and understand more, the mic skills that some of these guys have were incredible. Oh, no question, man. It was a it was a special era. The era that you're talking about was a really special era for pro Added wrestling. To that, uh, I, yeah, I didn't get to say my three wrestlers. I gotta let you know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The Rock. Okay. The Rock is my my guy. Stone Cold, just because of his. Yeah. You know, as soon as that glass breaks, there's no bigger pop in sports. No doubt. Than when Stone Cold and Kane. A lot of people don't realize I'm, I'm one of those guys that loves those big athletic giant men who go out there and just dominate and scares the living hell out of everybody. You know when Kane's music went off and the fire went off and J.R. and the King, Whoa, oh my God, it's a disaster. Like that's so good. I love it. We were joking because we're all going to WrestleMania. We were joking because we, all I remember is Jim Ross every year, no matter what match he was in, he would just screen out, and Kane is going to WrestleMania! And so that's all, we've been, that's all we've been doing for the last couple of weeks is just yelling out how we're oh, going to man. WrestleMania. Talk about one of the greatest, man, JR, man. Oh, no question, dude. No question. Hey, Eric, what can we plug for you, man? What can we plug uh, social media-wise, foundation-wise, the, the show? What all can we plug for you yeah. since we have you here? So I would love for everyone to go to foxsports.com slash Mission Possible. We did three episodes. I read, I mean, uh, three episodes will be released. The third one will be Rohan Murphy on March 31st. We're going to release it that morning as I go into the Hall of Fame that night. That's awesome. It was an odd trip with the WWE behind the scenes at SummerSlam last year. With Ron and Shannon, his story is going to be incredible. And then there's already two episodes up there, so I hope people will check it out. We have six in total coming out, but this Rohan piece is going to be special. You get to really see some behind-the-scenes stuff with the WWE. So go to www.foxsports.com slash mission possible. Not impossible, mission possible. That's awesome, man. That is awesome. Dude, We uh, y- your story has inspired us for a long time, and... Um, I'd love, we're going to try to hook up with you while we're down there. My, our buddy AJ from the Redskins is coming down with us. So we're going to try to hook up with you while we're down there because um, we're just, it, this is too cool. It's too cool that, 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 that you're getting this opportunity and we can't wait to see uh, what it is. You're not going to cry, are you, on Friday night? You're not going to. Yeah, I don't cry. Nah, stuff like that doesn't make me cry. Right. <laughs> only when you. Only when you, only when warriors come home and surprise their family it gets me to cry. I, well, I don't blame you for that. It gets me every time as well, man. Hey, hey, Eric, seriously, huge thank you for taking the time for us this week, man, and can't wait to see you down in Orlando. Can't wait either. It's going to be great. Very cool. Appreciate Eric Legrand taking some time uh, this week. Congratulations to him on the Warrior Award. Rejoined now by Aaron Oster of the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone, as well as uh, Brandon Linton from Ramshead Live, who's in this week again for uh, AJ. So uh, before we get into our top five this week, Aaron, let's uh, let's talk a little bit about something else that's going on in the professional wrestling world. Let's go off the reservation a little bit. Is uh, 
some drama involving uh, Ring of Honor, Impact Wrestling, and uh, the Hardys. Well, before we get to the drama part, let's get to one of the cooler moments in wrestling in quite a while that happened over the weekend, and that's... Christopher Daniels winning the Ring of Honor title. Yeah, that's awesome. Christopher Daniels, who's on the first ever Ring of Honor show yep. at the 15th anniversary show, wins, I believe, I mean, it's his, he's, he's 45 years old. It's his first singles title, uh, his first relevant, like, top singles title sure. in any company. Like, never won it in TNA, never won it in Ring of Honor. You know, he, he won it in some other smaller companies, but never in a high profile. And for him to finally win the title, and I know I had interviewed him before for a couple of things. We had had him on the show uh, before, and yep. you could tell, like, that's something that he wanted. He wanted to be recognized because he's been recognized as a tag team wrestler. He's been recognized, you know, those great X Division matches, but he's really never gotten the credit he deserves for what a top-notch talent he is. So for him to win the Ring of Honor title on pay-per-view for – you know, in, in that way, was just awesome. Don't disagree whatsoever. Um, and he's been a workhorse. Like, you know, there's just, there's, I don't know what else you'd say about Christopher Daniels. He's he's done everything. He's been, he's pro wrestling in a lot of ways. Like, he's the embodiment of pro wrestling. And you that's a, that's you an could awesome make the moment. case that he's the best wrestler ever to wrestle for WWE at this point. Huh. That, I mean, I would say American, yes. You, you could certainly right. make a case right. Okada. Right. Right. Saying, and the, right, but you're saying of, of, of guys that have never wrestled at all. So, like. Not including, like, I think he EC, wrestled. Uh, EC3 wouldn't count because he. And I, I, I think Daniel's better than EC3. I mean, you could, uh, you could make that argument. I'm not going to. As a wrestler, I don't know if I would disagree. As a wrestler, right? Even as like, a performer. I mean, Christopher I mean, Daniels is so good. He's really good. You're right about that. You're right about that. Look, I, I'm stoked for him. It's awesome. You're right about that. It is really, really cool that Christopher Daniels. Um, gets the ring of honor. He's been going at it for 25 years. It's crazy. Now. It's crazy, right? Now, the other thing that comes from that is that the, there was the tweet that was passed around a million times this weekend about the age of all of the champions currently in professional yeah. wrestling. What is it? There's it's a there's a 50 year old 50 year old universal champion, right. a 45 year old ring of honor champion. The NXT champion is 39, I believe. Yeah. Um, how how old is uh, how does Bray? Bray's, Bray's by far young. the youngest. Oh yeah, yeah, he's I think he's still in his 20s. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, he's he's very young. There, there was also the other uh, little statement I like going around. So I, I, I tell you this. The highest rated show in wrestling is three hours long. The announced desk is up by a, by the ramp. Goldberg is the champion. Chris Jericho is the most entertaining part of it. And the cruiserweights are constantly <laughs> putting on yeah, great watch all the show. Am I talking about Raw or 98 yep, Nitro? Correct. <laughs> correct. You're definitely talking about Nitro. There's no doubt. Bray Wyatt's 29, by the way. Yeah. So now to the drama, to the issues. So... The Hardys were there. They retained the, uh, the Ring of Honor titles in a, uh, it was a Vegas street fight with, uh, the Young Bucks and Rapongi Vice. Love all those teams. They had a great match, of course, because it's those teams. Right, and of they? course yes, they're absolutely. going to have a great match. I think they, the Hardys also technically won the Young Bucks super kick titles in the process. They've, been, <laughs> they've, they've carried around their own super kick titles for a while. That's pretty great. Um, but one thing that was interesting was that one cable provider did not show the Ring of Honor pay-per-view on TV. And the reason they didn't was because TNA had sent a cease and desist letter out to every cable provider saying that they own the the broken universe. And if you show the broken Hardys on your TV, you are going to be in violation of that. Okay. Now, it's amazing that TNA holds enough power in any world that anybody would listen to them, right? Like, right. I would think that anybody would get this, like, like, do you imagine how many companies get messages like this, right? Like that, 
I, I know this only because we work in media, but uh, like here's an example. I used to work with a guy named Ed Norris who's still on the radio here in Baltimore. Um, Ed was once upon a time uh, involved in some controversy. He went to jail for a little while after being uh, the police commissioner of, of the city of Baltimore. He would get lawsuits, and I'm not even kidding, that would read this way. Somebody would sue him because they felt distressed seeing such a terrible person on their television. What? That would be served. Like, he would be served that. It wouldn't go anywhere, obviously, because once an actual judge would take a look at it, they'd say, what? How did we let this get through? You know what I mean? Like, how is this ever a thing? So cable companies probably get these bizarre threats from people all the time. Like, the... Um, the, 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 the parents, the, 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 the soccer moms that would say, if you put MT, the Jersey Shore on, I'll, you know, I'll sue you. Oh, I mean, that's, that's what Right to Censor they, is all they, based right, on. Right. They get yeah. bizarre threats all the time. The fact that this would actually work, that TNA would be able to, to do this and get a, co- a cable company to comply is amazing. Now, I don't know what cable company it is. It might have been Steve's. It was direct TV. What? Was it really direct or, or TV? Dish, it was Dish or some the, the the one it was about the cease and desist and they yeah. Yeah. removed the show. It was like Dish Network or something. No. Yeah, I'll look it up. It was it was legit. It wasn't like Joe's Cable or whatever. Holy hell! That's yeah, amazing. I'll look it up again. It was okay. That's significant. I read it this morning. It was definitely a real company. Wow. And, okay. I, and I don't watch any of this stuff, so I was just I read stuff sometimes just because all oh, the Hardys and what's going on, but uh, I don't I'm. You know, you know me. I'm a WWE. Right I, right. I don't have time to watch any of this other stuff. Wow. I would love to. In fact, I just found out that Lucha Underground is on Netflix, yep. so I'll probably dig into that. But, yeah, buddy, came out today. But, Very excited about that. Yeah, but uh, not to go off the reservation. But let's see. Hey, was... that's what this is for, to go off the reservation. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's true. You did set it up that way. Where is this thing about the Hardys? Well, while I'm looking, I mean. Anyway, yeah. So the, look, the moral of this is that. TNA was never going to go down without any fight, right? Like, they're never, this is the only thing they've had that's had any value in the last couple of years, so why wouldn't they try to fight over it? The question becomes, when you're TNA, and when everything has been so abysmal and you have enough issues, is it ultimately worth it long term for this to be something that you continue to fight about? Or at some point, is there either A, an easy solution? It was Dish Network, Dish, Dish Network by the way. That's yeah. incredible. But at some point, is there either an easy solution where the Hardys themselves say, look, we'll give you blank, and we get to keep our intellectual property, so this just ends? Or would they just say, you know what, guys, if you really want to take us to court, by all means, take us to court, because we know what's going on in your company. You don't really want to be going to court right, right. now. Here's, here's the other thing. Why are they doing this? Like, what benefit does it give Impact it's the Wrestling? the only value they've had as a company. But, but – okay. But, okay, yes, it's their only value, but what are they getting out? Unless it's, it's literally that we want money. Yes, like, it's either A, we want money. It, like, and this is, it's, they do this to Ring of Honor because they know there's the chance that they could go back to the WWE, and if the WWE wants it, the WWE has money. So they know that we're not really getting much money out of Ring of Honor, that if, if it comes down, if Ring of Honor ever got to a point where it was either abandon broken mat or pay up, they're going to abandon broken mat. Like if that's what the scene right. comes the, down to. And they to. already kind of have, right? They had him back off of it a little bit. He's it, The thing I read, and I don't watch this stuff, uh, as I said, but the article I read said that they're doing a version of it that's less, like they're not calling it's, themselves they, that. They might not have used the term broken mat, right. but... 
Um, and, and it does say, I'm, I'm looking, uh, Ryan Sands Pro Wrestling Sheet right now. They're usually, he's usually pretty good with these things. Yeah, he's pretty legit. Um, he says that basically, uh, they just, basically they want, Anthem, uh, Anthem wants a cut of future proceeds. Right, yeah. right. So either the Hardys themselves work out a deal with, with Impact Wrestling to say, look, we don't really want to be bothered by this anymore. We're not going to give you whatever the cut is that you're looking for, but we'll give you something, right? And it's better than you're going to do. So take the something that we'll offer you and just be moving on with it. Or they're going to say, you know what, guys? Go to court. By all means, go to court because we know the situation that your company is in. You you, you don't really want to be spending money to go to court right now. You don't really want to – you might not exist as a company in two weeks. So good luck. You know what I mean? Like I don't know exactly how this plays out, but – the only way this is really any valuable to TNA is if ultimately the Hardys end up in WWE and then they want to get a piece of that. And the, the, we already know the answer. The answer, the sad part about all this is this could be the one step that was necessary in order to prevent broken Matt Hardy from ever being on WWE television. And that's that's the sad part about it, right? If they like, want it, they'll pay for it. They don't want but it that badly. That's the problem. It was going to be hard enough of a sell right. for it, it, Triple it, H to go to Vince McMahon and say, I know you created one character, but we want to bring him in as a different character. That was going to be very difficult to begin with. But they did it with the NWO, right? Well, the, the, no, WCW didn't exist at that point. No, but they, well, no, no, but, but they didn't, they didn't bring them. They didn't that, make them be Razor and Diesel. And as I'm saying, but it was never impossible. But, but that's now, NWO. That's a well, no, but add on to it. What I'm saying is that now, though, right? It's this, not the NWO, but I hear it's very yeah. good, right? It's this, very, very. It's this, it's this generation's ver- Nothing can be that now, right? Like in the, you're saying in 2017 there wouldn't yes. be an NWO because the internet, because the option. You know, like I hear what you're saying. This is. The problem now is not only do you have to sell it, not only do you have to to to, to do the sales pitch, but you to have to say, "Hey, it. you have to also have pay, to pay for, for it, it yeah. right?" Like so, now it's just one more obstacle that would prevent you from ever getting. I it. mean, which you know on paper, that's like the T-shirt alone would pay for whatever that they have to pay Anthem. Probably yes, the action <laughs> yes. figure alone. Probably. Everyone's buying that stuff, you but know. What, like, but what they'll say is, if we make him disheartened Matt Hardy or something like that. If we, no. You know what I mean? Like What no. they'll say is if we do the same gimmick and just use a different... Just water him down. Right. Kazarni Matt Hardy. Then we can still sell all of those action figures and we can still sell all of those t-shirts and we'll make all of the profit. That's what their response would be back is that why are we paying for that when we could just do it all for free and do any of these... Do, do these assholes really care if he's broken Matt Hardy or if he's... Angry Matt Hardy. Like, that's the way that that comes. He's ultimate Matt Hardy. <laughs> Speaking of shirts, by the way, I don't know if you caught uh, Rebby, uh, his wife, going off on Twitter after all this was no. going Oh, she went off on Impact. After the, after both the episode and the, this stuff happened, yeah. she went off. And the, the best part of it was the final tweet, which was just, oh, and fuck that owl. <laughs> <laughs> It is really stupid. And, it's really gone. And, and now on on the Hardy shop, there is a fuck that owl like Impact oh, parody shirt, and I kind of want to buy that. So get Impact Wrestling. That that episode last week was a travesty. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm out. It was like it was the it was the first one under the anthem. It was like oh, it was new. T- it was new. And basically, what they started doing was you know Pritchard coming out and saying you know for some reason he kept talking about all of the great. People in WWE he worked with, like he's like, I was there for Hogan, I was there for Hart, I was there for Cena, and stuff like that. I was supposed to give him credibility, and then he brought out, of course, Alberto Del Rio because that gives <laughs> really? him a ton of credibility. 
Oh, wow. Alberto Del Rio, at the moment, well, no, actually, I think he had to, uh, drop the, to their, they did a dusty, basically, Alberto Del Rio ended the episode as the, uh, Impact Wrestling Champion. Oh. He beat Lashley. Great, okay. right? Yeah. Uh, Zeb, Colter later, oh, later came out. Yeah. And he talked, he basically said, we used to have AJ Styles and Samoa Joe, <laughs> like, praise all of these people. And, oh, and then at the end, he tried to get the crowd to do the We the People bit. What? No. That's really not good. And it was, oh, and, and meanwhile, you have Josh Matthews acting as a heel announcer oh, because no. Borish came out and gave him crap. It was. No. It was a train wreck of all trains. I need to it, watch it was, this, though. It was to the point where apparently midway through the tapings, Eli Drake, who, by the way, might be better than EC3 as an overall performer, he's that damn good, uh, went back to Jarrett and started reaming him out for saying that he, he was making the current roster look like a bunch of idiots. You know what's interesting about it? So, you know, I, I read, like, the results and everything. I, I've never watched TNA, you know, just to put it out there, but... I read this result because everyone was sort of buzzing about. Out of all the people they listed on that, the most over person with the wrestling community is probably Bruce Pritchard. Yeah, He's because the number of his one podcast. podcast right. Yeah, correct. But do you know what's really funny about that? You guys don't haven't listened to it, right? I've listened. No. To a We've already talked episodes. about how much you love this podcast and <laughs> hate our podcast. Yeah, seriously. No, yeah, relevant. we let you come back on. Wow, anyway. love your po- Jesus. Listen, this is relevant to the conversation. So he did a two part episode about when he was in TNA before. And he rips the he rips it apart. You have to. Li- it blows my mind that he's on TNA right now after the shit that he said in these two podcasts. Well, it's new management, babe. It's new management. New management. Anthem and Jarrett's in it's charge. He was changed. bashing Dixie, and now all it's changed. Not, uh, new Dixie. management. All now it's, it's going to be smooth sailing. You got to listen to that, God. man. The t- TNA is unbelievable, and I've never watched it, but that was the most. It's not TNA. TNA is dead. They made Impact. that very clear. Exactly. It's Impact, Impact Wrestling, not TNA. TNA clear. was Dixie Carter. Dixie Carter's not there anymore, which means this show is going to be amazing because it's Impact Wrestling, and we have Jeff Jarrett and Zeb Coulter in charge now. <laughs> Anything reeks of amazing. It's Jeff Jarrett and Zeb Coulter. It's unbelievable. I don't, I don't hate Jeff Jarrett. I'm, I, I don't, don't want to mock any of these guys. Like, but God, yeah, it's, it's it's just not happening. Man. It's not happening. By the way, before we get to the top five, I got a question. Are either of you subscribed to Squared Circle on Reddit, like that, the wrestling no, forum? No. Then I can say something about myself that doesn't apply to you guys. Right now, I am currently part holder of the Wrestle Circus Sideshow ch- Side Championship. <laughs> what? <laughs> An entire internet forum won their, their Sideshow Championship, basically their 24-7 bit. You, you've seen okay. like the DDT okay. videos, right? Yeah. And, um, because the the current holder pressed submit to a post on uh, on right, Squared on Circle okay. on Reddit, the entire forum is now a co-champion. <laughs> well, <laughs> congratulations! That's right, I am a champion. If I would have known. We would have done. Something I'm the there. square, the uh, Wrestle Circus <laughs> side no, champion. I'm the wrestle. I'm the wrestle. All right. Good times. Um, let's let's get into the top five. This week's top five. Um, so I was bitching about how depressed I am about uh, what isn't at WrestleMania this year. So let's go back and let's fix it. Let's all go back to Thanksgiving, 2016, a happier time. We were we were all excited about our next president. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, not Thanksgiving. Yeah, but... no, I know that's the point. Yeah. Like I, I was. Oh, I, I yeah, see. Okay, I was joking. No, a, a, a happier time, I guess. Um, and let's, let's rebook. If we could go back to last Thanksgiving, how would we point towards WrestleMania? What would we do to get ourselves a WrestleMania that would give us a bit more bang for the buck? What would we be, what would, 
make us say, now I'm geeked. Now I'm amped up. Oh, man, I got the hiccups. And since AJ is out this week, I'll start. Okay. Because I'll get it out of the way. That's right. You all know what my number one is, so I'm not making it my number one. I'm making it my number five. It's very simple. They did the one thing they did. They did it. They did all of it. They did all the work they needed to do. They did it perfectly. It's by far and away one of the better breakups they've done in some time on television, and they still fucked it all up. And that, of course, is Chris Jericho and Kevin Owens for the championship at WrestleMania. Like, that's the bummer. The bummer is, I don't even have to bitch about the match. They got the match right. They just fucked it up in the final, in the closing moments and took the title off it so it's not the most important part. But it's my number five, which we all know is really my number one. Right. But I'm making it my number five so we can have a legitimate conversation afterwards. Yep. I didn't even put it on the list because I knew we'd talk me, about me it. Either. Yeah. yeah I, 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 I thought it was... You guys can go fuck Well, yourself. I thought it was a given, so I right. did the rest of the card. Um, I do have those guys in another match, though. Well, that means that's that you're really wrong. That's really dumb. <laughs> <laughs> that means that you're wrong. Maybe not. Um, basically, if, if, if you have to have Shane in a match, there's one match that made sense. There's exactly one match that made sense, mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. was... Hang on, let me... Shane McMahon versus Shane Douglas for the right to keep the name Shane. Well, yes. Okay. Yes. That's, I've always thought that was the one. Well, I, I was actually putting him as the lead of the Mean Street Posse in a uh, six-man tag, but no. Um, Shane versus Miz. Like, you pay off the, the Miz-Daniel Bryan storyline by yes. putting Shane in. Ugh. That was, again, if you, like have to, if you have to have Shane in, a, in the card, that was the one match that made all the sense in the mm. world. It would be good for Miz. It would be good for Shane. They'd put on a fun, they could put on the same fun match that AJ's going to have because it's not like he's going to be able to put on his, you know, show off his great wrestling anyway. It's going to be brawling and stuff. And Miz can do that fine. So I would have liked to see if you're going to have Shane McMahon on the card, give me Miz Shane. If you're going to be dumb, you got to be tough. All right. Uh, Brandon Lynn. Not all of mine make like storyline sense necessarily. I mean, yeah. not but, all of mine are what you would call good, but, but, but or, or like neither smart. does anything that's on WrestleMania. <laughs> so, um, my number five is something that we talked about earlier. I would have had Dolph Ziggler versus AJ Styles. Yeah, I yeah, don't. I mean, I, I'm not really... going to specify title or not because I have another match. Well, well you have to specify title. Well, I have that's to... the rules. Yeah, Jesus, book mania. Well, I have. You to... think on Bruce Pritchard's podcast they just lazily <laughs> not decide if it was going to be a title match or not? I have two matches that I think could be the title match, and they're interchangeable. I don't think they need the title, so that's why I'm sort of leaving it off. Well, choose one. So, okay, so I'll say this one because this one needs the title maybe more than my other match. Aaron's turning into a heel. I I didn't realize he had a heel turn. No, no, but it is the truth. It it is what it would have been. I would have had Dolph Ziggler win the Royal Rumble. Yep. Continue AJ Styles for the championship. Yeah. And it would have been wonderful. It would have been wonderful. Let me give you one. Bit. I also wouldn't have turned him heel, though. Like I probably would have kept right, him. Right, right, like, exactly. The, he would have been the baby face. He would have right. been the, the Bailey or the Daniel yeah, Bryan getting the under, beat yeah, down, correct. getting beat down. Wins, wins. And this is finally his opportunity. They put him in at number one or something. I'm all in. I'm all in. But I got one better. I got one better. Because you still could have pulled this off. I mean, you would have had to have figured this out. Obviously, you would have had to keep the title on AJ. So that's the first thing. But two, it would have given you, you would have had to change what you did the night before. All right, so there's a lot of work that you have to go back to redo in order to make this happen. But what if they, all everything else, AJ's got the title. Everything else stays the same for the Royal Rumble. And at number 30, all of a sudden you hear, Oh. Sting? No. You were a little off there. AJ versus Shinsuke for the championship at WrestleMania. 
I don't want to burn him yet. Fuck you. It's not burning him. Because <laughs> we're going to get some. It's coming. Are, are you convinced? <laughs> are you convinced that it's going to be as good as AJ Nakamura at I WrestleMania? I think that'll happen. That'll happen like next year. It better happen yeah, next year because I don't know if, if Shinsuke has well, two more they're years. They're both old, right? Or next yeah. year's WrestleMania will be Kevin Nash versus... <laughs> Versus squads. <laughs> for God's sakes. I mean, that should Jesus have been the top five, Christ. the top five old guys. Oh, yeah, they, they can come old back. guys who will main event and compete for the title next year. No doubt, man. God damn. <laughs> Who's gonna face Vince McMahon for the title next year? <laughs> it's gonna be Rey Mysterio. I don't know why. You oh no, see it. boo! <sighs> You're number four. Uh, my number four. It, it, it's so fucking simple. Charlotte goes into Mania as champ, defends against Bailey, my number two, and Bailey so. comes out on top. This isn't hard. It's not hard. It's really not hard. It's a blood feud, sort of. It's the ultimate underdog versus the ultimate badass. It's exactly what you want. Fuck's sake. It's my number two. It is my number two. Uh, you're number three, Brandon. Number four? Uh, yes, none it's of number four. four. Okay, sorry. I'm skipping way ahead. Cena versus Undertaker retirement match. I, I, I thought we were going to get it. I think that makes sense. They would have been logical. It keeps yeah. Cena out of the title. I know some people wanted the title to be involved in that, but I think I don't want to see Undertaker next year at WrestleMania. I think this should – well, it probably will be, right? They'll probably let Reigns retire him. but I, I could see just because you're back in New Orleans where he took that first loss, I could kind of see them wanting to have kind of that full circle moment. But if you told me that this was his last match – no, actually, at this point, I don't think, because I think you have to announce it as a retirement match well in advance. So, no, I don't think this is going to be his last Mania. So then we could all complain when next week on Raw, they're all of a sudden, or the last Raw before Mania, put your career on the I hope it doesn't happen, but I would have, I think Cena's the guy. You, can, you can't send him out with Reigns. I think you got to send him out with Cena. I think it makes sense. I don't think anyone's mad at it at this point. Whatever. I would have liked to see it. I don't really care, because as I've... I, Obviously, Cena wanted to see it, because he... Yeah, uh, he's pretty pissed off about it, right? No <laughs> doubt. No doubt. I'm my number three, what to do about Brock Lesnar? Because obviously I never was interested in Brock Lesnar, Bill Goldberg. That never did anything for me. So what to do about Brock Lesnar? Well, what if you had one monster face another monster and Brock Lesnar face Samoa Joe? What like if that. it was Lesnar Joe at WrestleMania? No, I got no issues with that. It would seem to serve purpose, right? Like it's Death somebody, Joe gives, gives it's, Joe the it's somebody that Brock Lesnar's never faced before, right? It's one other... It's, Somebody that could be viewed as a credible threat based upon his size and their badassness. I love it. It's a credible WrestleMania match. It's not Brock Lesnar versus a 70-year-old that's already beaten him twice. Like, it just makes way more goddamn sense. I I also feel like we'll get that at some point. I hope you... There's a lot of things that you're planning on us getting, Brandon. (laughs) When are we getting them? Because, again, you're not considering the fact that Scott Steiner is going to face Brock Lesnar next year. Well, you know what? Not thought at all. Are are you complaining about Scott Steiner, Brock Lesnar? You better not be complaining about Scott Steiner, (laughs) Brock. It's still not thrilling. Dude, play. the Scott Steiner promos against Brock Lesnar are worth it alone. Eh, fair, maybe, maybe. Scott but Scott Steiner has 141 and two thirds percent chance of winning. Yeah. Right. But yeah, Kurt Angle. You versus... keep you keep telling me you're convinced that we're getting all of these things, and I'm just not nearly as convinced as you are. I think we'll get all the Lesnar matches we want. He's Will officially we? retired from UFC. Yeah, I think we'll get them. I think I think we'll get Joe and and, and Nakamura and, and we're they're definitely going to do Strowman at SummerSlam. Yeah, like I mean, they, there's a lot, there's a lot we got to get to. And what about 
When are we getting to Daniel Bryan, Brock Lesnar? Well, when are we getting to that, Brandon? When are we getting to the one match that was he wasn't so feeble in the history of ever? Yeah, that's that was I was really in the up. history of ever. Yeah. I don't know if I said that part. Did I say in the history of ever? Because it was the most logical WrestleMania match in the history of ever, and we didn't get it. I mean, yeah. th- this goes back to before we started doing the podcast. Yes. I was on your show, and yes. you just you branded about made no. D- <laughs> no, I was with you on that one. Uh, yeah. I was just it as was mad. the most logical match in the history of ever. Well, I guess we know now that he probably would have died in the match. Probably, probably would. Yes. But you know what? He might have been happier that way. I don't know. You're probably right. It's like Brett Favre, who always wanted to die on the football field. He did not want to retire until he was killed on the football field. Daniel Bryan might not want to retire until he dies on a wrestling ring. And who are you to tell him he's wrong? That's how Dale Earnhardt wanted to go out. You know it is. You know he wanted to go out behind the wheel of a car. Not that day, probably. I mean, he probably didn't want to go out that day. What are we doing? What are we doing here? My number three. (laughs) I want to, you know what? If we're going to have the the world title be Jericho, or the universal title be Jericho and Owens as it should be, let's make the U.S. title matter again as well. Okay. We are not. You could say we should make the U.S. make make, make the U.S. US title great again. Great again. Yeah. Yes, uh, we are not ever going to give the title to Chris Jericho to have nothing to do with right. for three months. Pointless. Instead, we are going to give it to Braun Strowman. Ah. Braun Strowman's going to hold it. Ah. He's going to defend it in the Fatal Four Way okay. at WrestleMania. Okay. Sami Zayn. I like Sami Zayn. Cesaro. I enjoy Cesaro. Rusev. I enjoy Rusev. How about done that? And done. All people I enjoy and all people who have like no point right now. So I'm for all of that. God, that would be way better, wouldn't it? Yeah. Wouldn't it be way better? Yes, yeah, it would. So weird. So weird. Brandon, you're uh, number three. So my number three is the other one that could have been the title match, but isn't because Dolph Ziggler would be facing AJ Styles for the title. And it's... You know, what if we didn't go down this whole road with the Randy Orton, Bray Wyatt thing? What if we let Bray Wyatt lean a little face like he was? And what if we had him feud with The Miz? I thought that would be perfect because you've got your ultimate chicken shit heel with the scariest guy on the on the roster. Yeah, you know, legitimately some, terrified of him. Right, right, cool promos, like running away, have him do some kind of creepy, you know, uh, gimmick match where it whether it's a cage or whether it's like, you know, whatever. But the white compound match or something. I mean, not that we want to go back right. to like the gold no. hyper like no. and, and then all but that. You know what? I, w- I wouldn't be against a new uh, Hollywood Backstreet Brawl. <laughs> <laughs> but but anyway, I just thought that would be a cool feud and that would be a good match. Yeah, I like it. I like it. it keeps him away from, you know, the title. I actually thought it could have been for the title too, you know, have Miz win right. the Royal Rumble because I actually thought that was – Something that could have happened at the time that we that we were I watching everything would have been fine. Miz was a credible would have been totally uh, fine. Person. In the All world. right, we're, we're, let's uh, let's roll through our tops. Uh, I already told we you my number two is uh, my, Bailey Charlotte. Yeah, my number two. I'm I'm going in the same vein as you did for Samoa Joe. We need a, a match that really rockets Samoa Joe to the to the top. And I already pulled John Cena out of the Miz match, so I want to see Samoa Joe versus John Cena. I think that they would mesh really, really well. It would serve purpose for both Joe and Cena. Cena would, you know, he's thrived off of getting to face these new guys in those style matches. Joe would mesh perfectly with him. It's a no-brainer to me. Joe, Cena. As I, I like what they are doing with Joe. This is better. I like it. Uh, you're number two. Mine is also Samoa Joe, but it is, uh, I have Taker facing Cena, so mine would be, uh, Samoa Joe versus Roman Reigns. It's nothing that's too, you know. Samoa Joe yeah. against us, yeah, Samoa right. and Joe. Big yeah. Samoan <laughs> shit kickers. Yeah, absolutely. You know? There's nothing wrong with that. I'm all for yeah, it. I thought it would be cool. My number one is the one that we had referenced a long time. We had, this was something that we had, like, woohoo, maybe, you know, like that type of feelings Paul about. Paul Bear. No, not Paul Bear, but that, <laughs> it's not bad, Paul Bear. It's, um, 
And I put all four of them in the. You in have Shaq Big Show? No, no Shaq Big Show. The Club, The Shield, The Wyatts, and The New Day. Nice. All in one match. So Could you imagine? I, I have the minus the Wyatts. I have the triple threat there. Okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Could you imagine? Yes. How naked we would all be right now if we were getting ready. For a club you, shield, you, you mean, you mean new day. the new day is going to be on the card. The club is going to be something relevant, right. and we get to see something we actually want to see out yeah, of the it's shield. So goofy, like, it's such a goofy idea. Whoa. It's a goofy, goofy idea, but it would be unbelievable. And Brandon, mine is a plea. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's a plea to change this year's WrestleMania. Well, that's not happening. <laughs> and that would be well. You sh- never know; they might listen. And that would be to change the main event. Well. The main event, whatever it is, the title, the universal title match to Goldberg versus Brock versus Owens versus Jericho in a fatal four-way. I would still be pissed off. I would <laughs> still be pissed off that I'm oh not God. getting the match that I want. Well, I just, I, I, and you guys probably already talked about this. I don't want to see a five-minute, uh, we've all, three-minute Lester destroying. I don't want to see that. I hear you, but you're getting it. And so, what? What is it? What did you tell me earlier? Suck it up, and <laughs> you're right. and like it. That's you're right, the way that we, right, that we right. treat wrestling now. All right, great stuff. Thanks today to uh, Brandon. Thank you for coming in again, man. Thanks. Uh, enjoyed having you. Uh, you want to plug uh, your Twitter? You want to plug Ramshead? What do yeah, you do? Um, follow us at ramsheadlive.com or at ramsheadlive.com on Twitter at ramsheadlive, Instagram at ramsheadlive, all that good stuff. And if you give a shit to follow me, I'm at Brandon Linton, <laughs> but I don't post a whole lot. You guys have a pretty cool show announcement I think wrestling fans would be into. Oh, yeah. Up. yeah. Yeah, we got one coming up, and there's a lot of good stuff coming up. We've got, you know, the Pixies coming, and no Aaron's coming to that, and uh, a lot of other fun stuff. So check it out at RamsHeadLive.com. Awesome. Awesome, awesome. Uh, Aaron, uh, let's do AJ real quick. Uh, at AJ Francis 410 Francis Sports Academy, even though he's wand- abandoned us for Europe for the last say. couple of years, we still love him. For the last couple of years? Uh, just, <laughs> sometimes feels it feels like that it. way. Sometimes it feels that way. Last couple of weeks. Uh, now you, you are on Twitter. Me? Oh, I'm at uh, the Aoster. The show's on Twitter. At Jobbing Out Show. Our email? Jobbingoutshow at gmail.com. Or Sun and Rolling Stone? I actually, I'm going to have some wrestling pieces, or wrestle, obviously I wrestling think, pieces. I would think that would be what we WrestleMania related pieces coming out in the next few weeks. I got something where I'm just kind of doing almost like a guide to Mania this weekend. This is when we find out, by the way, that this was, this is a working trip for Aaron. The rest of us are paying our hard earned oh. money to go. And Aaron's like, I'm making profit on this one. I'm making bank. No, see, on here's my- the thing. I don't make money, but I can at least write it off uh, at the end of the year. There you go. All right, I'm on Twitter at Glenn Clark Radio. Uh, GlennClarkRadio.com is my website. Thanks again to Eric Legrand for joining the show. For Aaron, for Brandon, and for the main event. Vent, vent, vent. <laughs> AJ Francis. I'm Glenn Clark. This is Ben jobbing out. Jobbing out.